0: Welcome everyone to Do the Right Film. My name is Harvey.
1: My name's Thomas. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> my name is
1: Steve. You'll be alright. What happened? I'm the last person. I'm never last. I'm sorry. This is the first time for Yo, last. you cut me off. I was like about to say my name and you jumped right in front of that. I don't appreciate that, man. Be okay.
0: Yeah. I'm you hurt. Gotta, you gotta watch out for the white man. They do that sometimes.
1: Hey. Damn. We're starting off hot today. I like it.
0: Um. Okay. Yeah. Today, what do we got going on today? We got a review of uh, Annihilation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alex Garland's newest film, very yeah. exciting. Yeah, um, we're going to be talking about some movies that we watched during the week, and we also have a topic, which is uh, is it Bad Bitches? Whoa, <laughs> whoa, man, come
2: on! During this particular climate, you can't say that. I mean, I strong think that's... female leads, film de femme. No, I, think I think
0: Bad that's... Bitches is uh, more empowering. All right, the...
2: let's do let's empower them then. Bad Bitches.
0: Bad Bitches in cinema. Okay. Great. Um, yeah. How's everyone's week? Would you like to go first this time, Steve? I
1: mean, I uh, I mean, I, I usually go first. Oh, wow. okay. Um uh, Okay. Yeah, it was a good week. I've been very busy, uh, working a whole lot. Uh, trying to get, uh, try to, trying to start writing again. That's uh, that's something I want to work on this year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, trying to be a little bit more disciplined. And uh, what are you discipline. writing? Uh, right now, I actually really want to write something more horror. Something that I usually end up writing stuff that's more down to earth, slice of life stuff. Which is okay. Uh, but I wanna try something that I've never done before and lately I've been s- inspired by all this like sci-fi and horror movies that we've been like eating up. You mean like just this one? Like Winchester. Winchester like not Winchester? just like not Winchester, but just like just in general. Like we've been watching a l- not recently, but you know what I mean? Like in general, like I've just been kind of digesting a lot of like science fiction and like different horror okay. things. So I just I just want to uh I just want to try something
0: I've never done before, which is write something like that. I think you should write something the, like an ode to Winchester, or an maybe ode. Winchester Two.
1: I want to write Winchester Two, and I want I want the house to play <laughs> to play the only character, and it's just basically shots of the house for two hours. Yeah,
0: maybe we could. Uh, I don't know who could play the house. Maybe maybe Kevin James could play the house. I think yeah, the, yeah. James, Kevin James can definitely be the house. That's not got, a, that's not an overweight joke either. I didn't mean that. We like, just think of play-off.
1: we just thought about like just the biggest joke in general, mm-hmm. and Kevin James was oh, the first no, person no, I can think of. James was a nice person.
0: Is he really? I think he is. Have you met, you met him? Well, I haven't met him, but he's
1: a nice guy. I was like, what do you owe this guy? <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting. I was like, how much you <laughs> he's paying you? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been up to this week. That's pretty cool. How
2: about
0: you,
1: Shoma?
2: Uh, well, I guess I could start from apologizing for not coming to the show oh yeah week. i was gonna bring that up you know i actually didn't i really really wanted
0: to come yeah Every, sure
2: everybody bet. was telling me not to so i listened um
0: i was on board for it <clears throat>
2: that's because you already had the flu yeah I don't uh, really care. my girlfriend was like you should really not go i'm like but i want to talk about black panther you know i
1: he I, wants to put I, his two cents
2: i literally out. got the flu and like went on like a busy night to see it with a bunch of mouth breathers and I was breathing from the mouth because my my nose was leaking. I shoved paper up there. Um, First off,
0: I mean, no one that sees, no one that saw Black Panther is a mouth breather. They're all uh, woke, well, enlightened individuals, right?
2: Well, I would say that. Um, I don't know if this is like a fellow uh, Black people empowerment, but I want you to know that there was a surprising <laughs> amount of like white people in my. My showing of and course. Asian people,
1: yeah, of course, that makes sense. So I'm going to you know, go people ahead. People like watching movies, yeah.
2: So uh, I'm going to go ahead and lump them all as mouth breathers. Okay, Ironically, okay. I was the only mouth breather. Um, other than that, throughout the week, I, when I was sick, the usual trend when I'm sick, I, I cram in movies. It's the only time that I get to like not be restless at home. Um, so you have
0: a lot to talk about today.
2: I yeah, I'm going to try and get through. I know we're. We're uh, we're
1: also beating around the
2: <laughs> we didn't even mention that Sean's not here.
0: You know, at this
1: point it's becoming a trend that at least one person is missing out. I just want to put out there that my commitment is so sober. Uh it's just it's 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 I think Our it's favorite. like a guiding yeah, it's like just like it's this that pivotal thing in the show. I'm Look. always here, always dropping my, my fresh takes on the new movies. And uh Tom just likes to take random breaks whenever he wants. No, Let's they're
2: not random. They're they're even a lot of the times hmm. premeditated, and you you even hear premeditated.
0: About them. Well, that makes it sound worse. Yeah, it's even oh, worse. Like the, <laughs> All right, CTO like days, are there? What the
3: fuck?
2: No, well, what I'm saying is like the apartment thing. I you guys are warned uh, days in advance. Uh, the flu. You guys knew I had the flu, and you know, is I. It's not crazy to imagine that maybe I wouldn't have came with with the flu, but uh, yeah. We don't even have an excuse from Sean.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I believe Sean had some important business and, uh, you
2: believe, yeah. Or do you know?
0: Oh, I, I believe mostly believe. Yeah. It's most, uh, mostly, mostly just nothing is concrete or nothing's been said to me, but I just believe that he had some important <laughs> business to take care of.
2: Well, well, other than that, my week was, uh, pretty good. I was, I've recovered this week since, but, uh, yeah, I'm just getting back on the ball game. You know, I actually have a lot of things in my life that I need to get back together. Okay. No, damn, seems like you <laughs> fell apart for a I bit. I did. <laughs> I really do. I think between the
1: move and the flu,
2: I don't even know like where I even left off before all that.
1: I feel like okay. I feel like this podcast has become a, a place where you can vent a lot of your frustration. Yeah, in I, New I York. think it. I, in, no, I encourage I that group. for sure. I go to the group ch- chat for that. I mean, yeah, you go in the group chat. But then I think you realize that no one responds to you. I other think than uh, just like quick nah, jabs. Pat, The former intern's always got uh, a <laughs> yeah, inspirational true. stuff. Yeah, inspirational stuff.
0: I think you can do that here. There, the mm-hmm. venting, and then we can kind of do maybe the the group healing. The group here. healing. I think yeah, you we can, can all like all heal really. together. Here. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> <sighs> Find solutions to these issues. And uh, well, actually, I, I thought we were here to causes. talk
1: about movies, but all right,
0: all right. Um, what about you, Harvey? How was your your week? It was okay. Um, I heard
1: you got drunk last night.
0: You heard I got drunk last night. Yeah, rumors, um, the rumor mill.
1: No, no, not right. really. I was okay.
0: Damn. Um, Ooh,
2: what's this? A first?
0: What a first! Oh, damn, um, for me. <laughs> I'm always okay. I think uh, you guys are the ones that get kind of questionable. Right?
1: Whoa, this is that's uh, anyway, completely true. <laughs> my
0: my week as a whole was pretty good. I worked a lot. Um, I think I got some some good things done at work. Did some great work. Um, solved some issues.
2: Are you proud of the work you've done yeah, the week?
0: Yeah, it's nice to be proud of the work that you've done. Well, then you done. can leave. Okay. Um, <laughs>
2: that was the episode of The Office.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember you've been that.
2: re-watching a lot of The Office <laughs> lately. I, I forgot how, how warming it is. It's yeah. like it's always there for it's you. It's a great show. Um, but yeah,
0: other than that, not too much going on this week. Um you guys want to just jump in and talk about some movies? Yeah, I, yeah, I think uh,
2: I think we probably have a lot to. Well, I have a lot to talk about, unfortunately. But I'm yeah. going to try to brief them. Would you
0: like to go first? I lost the game last week, so I don't know if I should go first or if yours uh, supersedes mine since you <sighs> Steve lost the week in. before.
2: Who's whose loss is uh, first?
1: Uh, honestly, the I forgot. Furthest removed or the? Honestly, let's go with <laughs> Harvey. Then
0: you can go. I don't okay. know why you're giving me this responsibility. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't was just asking for your opinion, I guess.
2: I uh, can't quite remember. I didn't listen to last week's episode. And, think. Um, uh, you guys are full of shit in every aspect. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I just want to point out that they uh, they blamed the not having a topic on me not being there.
1: I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you said you're gonna bring I, the, you're gonna bring a you, good, didn't good topic. Br- you didn't
0: bring the topic. And, you know, uh, I'm,
2: I'm glad you guys think I'm that
0: important.
1: It's not that you're important, you just promised, you said you were going to do something, and you know... No, I didn't. I think you and, guys are uh, trying to
2: uh, beat around the bush that you you didn't have a topic for this episode. That's not true. We'll never do that to um, our fans.
0: Well, the jury's still out on that one. I mean, who's to say who's lying? I mean, I think that Tom's lying, but I'll go ahead and give my review right now What of the what did, movie what did I you, what, what did you watch? Uh, I lost the game last week, the rolling of the dice, and uh, Sean... <laughs> Such a dumb name. <laughs> yeah, Sean assigned me the hunt. Oh yeah. Uh, two thousand twelve.
2: Oh, this is a great movie. I fucking love this movie. This movie's up there with American Hunts. I mean, I
0: I can let me do my review. No <laughs> nah, man, we'll you guys can't out.
2: bring up movies like this that make me excited and expect me not to we'll freak out. Find out
0: if it's a good movie.
2: <clears throat> Chill.
0: <clears throat> All right. Um this is interesting because uh this movie was initially released in two thousand twelve. I guess maybe it was released in two thousand twelve in uh in Denmark but then it maybe didn't get an international release until 2014 i don't know because it was nominated for a uh, best foreign film in 2014 at the academy awards so this, this makes no sense to me that's I 2 didn't years know that. it's weird that's 2 years removed but yeah i assume that's what what happened uh anyways i'll read the imdb synopsis a teacher lives a lonely life all the while what the fuck i hate when people say all the while <laughs> A teacher lives a lonely life all the while struggling over his son's custody. His life slowly gets better as he finds love and receives good news from his son, but his new luck is about to be brutally shattered by an innocent little lie. Okay. Yeah. I that's not a good synopsis. Yeah, not really. Um I remember when this movie came out, um I honestly haven't thought thought about it too much since then. Um I honestly hadn't really heard a lot of things about it either. Um so it was interesting to to finally watch this one um it stars mads Mikkelsen. he plays the uh the uh, lead character named lucas and um yeah he's uh, a part of this small uh, danish community um he's like part of a hunting group he has like these group of best friends so everyone in this town kind of knows each other everyone in this little community um he's going through a divorce i believe he's already divorced and yeah, as the synopsis says, he's fighting over the custody of his, of his son. He'd like to see his son more, but that's not really possible for him at the moment. Things start to get a little bit better. Um he gets some uh some headway on the old, the old custody battle and he's uh <laughs> yeah, he's talking to a new lady. Things seem to be going well. Um I should also mention that Lucas also works at a kindergarten which is um interesting for a middle-aged man. But anyways, a, uh they do a lot of things different
2: down there. Over, yeah, they do th-
0: they do th- things a little differently. Anyways, a um a little girl accuses Lucas of touching her or of uh exposing himself to her. Um what's interesting is that this little girl happens to be the daughter of his best friend. So this creates some issues between obviously him and his best friend and that family but it also creates issues between him and his uh larger group of friends with, which happened to be his um his uh hunting like his hunting club and uh yeah it also creates a lot of issues for him within that community because now he becomes kind of ostracized from his community because be- people believe that he touched a little girl um this was a really interesting movie um it made me incredibly frustrated the entire time because yeah. I just wanted this dude to get pissed and start fucking smacking people. It's um, <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. As Shomo probably can attest, it's difficult to be blamed for things that you did not do. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, imagine that. I have no control through the headphones
2: that I listen to the podcast on. <laughs> I'm, I'm annoyed.
0: Yeah, imagine that um, multiplied by. The uh, severity of touching a little girl. That would be an incredibly... I I don't know. I don't even know. imagine what that would feel like. But I would be fucking furious. Like, I would lose my mind. And um, you kind of get to see the same thing in uh, Mads. Although he's very uh, calm and... uh, I don't know. Calm and collected in the beginning. But you can slowly see his descent into uh, madness and um, distraught. And also, you see the community and how they react to him over time. He becomes—he starts off as a pretty, um, I don't know, likable, a well-liked guy. Um, he's fairly respected by his friends. People seem to like him. But throughout the course of the film, after these allegations come out, um, people sort of seem to forget who he is. And I like that aspect of it. I like that theme. They forget who he is, and um, they're automatically, um, I don't know, they treat him as though this allegation is absolutely true. They, I mean, they have, I don't know, it's its, it's an interesting it's movie. A mob it,
2: mentality.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a mob mentality, and it's, I don't know, this film is actually pretty uh, topical. Um, right now. Yeah. yeah, right now, which I don't know if Sean did it on purpose. I don't know, it kind of... Uh, and I seem uh, unlikely that Sean does anything on purpose, but <laughs> no, I think I, I <laughs> think that
1: was the only one. He's just like shuffling through it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
0: I think he just randomly gave me this. But yeah, it does uh, happen to fit very well with uh, things that are going on right now. And um, yeah, I found that also pretty interesting about it because this is this movie was made very uh, several years ago. But um, yeah, what was it saying? Yeah, like people that are close to this guy, you see them turn on him um and treat him as though he is a pedophile i guess they have no real reason to doubt them doubt the allegations so i mean i can't blame them in that respect but it's just interesting to see how um how quickly people turned on him and ostracized him and uh sort of uh i don't know also physically physically hurt this guy um yeah i don't know there's not a lot i want to say about this movie to be honest um i think it's all pretty straightforward
1: it seems like it's frustrating to watch
0: yeah it was you very frustrating it? to watch. Uh,
1: uh, i try to watch it then i watched like the first 20 minutes i'm like i can't do this yeah right now. it's like what? it's like
0: it's like frustrating it, honestly i wanted to turn it off too i'm not I, gonna I have a blast being frustrated really yeah, yeah.
1: no sometimes like you know you're when it's like you know late at night and you just want to kind of wind down and just like watch something you don't want to be frustrated Oh, like (laughs) yeah. That urge—the thing you were talking about—is exactly the reason I turned it off. I was like, I need to wait for another day to watch this. I can't do it.
0: Yeah, but it's it's interesting overall. Um, it's it it's difficult to pick sides in it as well because you know it's it's a difficult situation. These people want to believe the that what this little girl is telling them is true, but at the same time, it's also about someone that they deeply care about and that they know. So it's um. I don't know, it's a very conflicting situation. And, um, yeah, it's, I don't know, if you're, I don't know, like me, I guess it can be difficult to watch some stuff like that because uh, I was just getting angry the more I watched it. um. But uh, it's a really good movie. And, um, yeah, I think it was definitely worth that. Uh, Frustration? Well, no, the the best foreign film nominated got. No. Um, it's a really well-directed movie. The performances are all very solid, uh, particularly from Mads Mikkelsen. Um I haven't seen too much from him. I've seen like a little bit of Hannibal and um, maybe some other things he's been in, but I think this is by far the best performance I've seen from him. Mm-hmm. Have um, you seen After the Wedding? No, I haven't seen After the Wedding. <clears throat> it's good. It's good. Real good. Um, so, yeah, this is great. I love the way it's also shot. The cinematography is interesting. There's a lot of handheld th- stuff in here. Um and that everything's shot very close and very, um, I don't know. It, it gives the impression that, I don't know, it makes it feel intimate in some way. Um, I guess that is kind of in line with the, with the with the overall plot of this movie. It's a very sensitive situation, and everyone involved is very close to each other. And um, I don't know. There's a lot of close-up shots um there's a lot of intensity in people's faces um i just like the way it was captured um yeah but overall i really enjoyed this movie um i think it's worth a watch yeah i'm trying um, to
2: rewatch this yeah, i forgot I, how much i loved it
0: yeah i'd give it a four out of five
2: Ooh. steve you should watch it man
1: yeah well, you know maybe you
2: know how dedicated i am oh god here we go should i get should i segue this into my are you
1: do it, yeah. Do it. Go for it. Just do it, man. That's the thing. You never pause. You just go for things.
0: <sighs> I mean, no.
1: Is that Martin Luther King quote or something? <laughs>
0: That's <No>. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Harvey Weinstein quote. Yeah. <laughs>
1: There's no time so, to pause. Just do it. Just do it. Uh, real quick, can I make a comment about something? Yeah, go for it. Uh, I just want to say how the way you have your headphones on, it kind of looks like you got a man bun going. Looks pretty good, man. Thanks, you man. Should, uh, Maybe you I'll for adopt
2: you. Well, I need a little bit more length, but I'm there pretty much. I All get right. the man bun.
1: It's just something to think about. <sighs> All right. So, speaking of
2: uh, my dedication to this podcast,
1: mm. you uh,
2: you assigned me a film last, no, two episodes ago, right? I completely right? forgot what I assigned you. It was the overnight. You, you assigned me one and then said, nah, I actually watch this one. And you know what? I'm so dedicated, I watched both.
1: You're not going to talk about both, right?
2: Just funny. what what movies? Did I'll I won't talk you? about both. I'll just like mention when I scored it. Well, first you want well initially, and at, or no, sorry, not initially, but oh, at the end of it all, you you settled on uh, the yeah. overnight. Okay, yeah, I
1: remember that. What was the other one? I don't remember anything. Buzzard. Oh yeah, <laughs> watched you, Buzzard. you watched Buzzard. Watched, oh my God, I watched Buzzard. <laughs> Uh,
2: just to get that out of the way, I'd give that's Buzzard
0: a, a three and a half. That's a much. fucking difficult watch.
2: <laughs> I enjoyed my
0: watch during that. I mean, what, obviously, the spaghetti it's scene enjoyable, but it's difficult. At the same this time. movie has
2: problems, but I don't know that it's even worth mentioning the problems. It's just a ridiculous film, and I enjoyed it. And I want a uh, Freddy Krueger Nintendo glove, fucking power glove, power glove. glove. <laughs> it's such it's the so du- dumb.
1: It's the dumbest characters I've ever seen in any movie. The book, that's, what, that's, was the, what was the room? The party room or the party zone? Yeah. Where he's like, oh, man, welcome to the party seat. zone, the no, light. In basement.
2: <laughs> I've never seen, this guy might win for like, if we ever do a, a topic of incompetent characters.
1: Oh, maybe we should put that on the topic list, man. Maybe we will,
2: but I just gave away the best pick ever. Yeah. So let's talk the one I was actually assigned real quick, the Overnight. Uh, sorry.
0: This is interesting because I remember we saw this in uh, theaters. I think we saw it Angelica. in Angelica, and there's a bunch of old people in you the walk They walked the fuck out. Yeah, and they just started walking out once the dicks came out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, they were just on modules, like, where are they going? Well,
0: speaking <laughs> of dicks. Um,
2: okay, so it's uh, written and directed by Patrick Bryce, starring Adam Scott, Taylor Schilling, Jason Schwartzman, and Judith Gottrich, Godrich, which she's very attractive in this film. Very, very attractive. Mm-hmm. um synopsis goes uh alex emily and their son rj are new to los angeles a chance meeting at the park introduces them to a mysterious kurt charlotte and max a family play date becomes increasingly interesting as the night goes on so i've heard about this movie for a while one i was actually trying to catch this like random showing in vero beach down in florida i never actually was <laughs> able to watch this movie uh, which is weird because it definitely feels like a Netflix movie. It doesn't feel like a movie you'd go out and see in a theater, and it is on Netflix. So, um, <clears throat> I I initially thought this movie was like more psychological than he, than just full on comedy. Uh, turns out it's way more of a comedy than I th- was anticipating. Uh, it's just overall, I think I I like the film. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous though. So ridiculous film oh yeah um easily yeah. and uh but like jason Schwartzman's always fun to watch in roles like this where he's super like obnoxious and flamboyant and whatnot uh <laughs> <laughs> the paintings, paintings um are so <laughs> good and uh the movie's really entertaining and i think in terms of uh being able to grasp your attention i think it's a pretty good movie um it's ridiculous, though, like there's things that I just couldn't like get in this movie, like like how they got in this situation and how the how the two characters can be so naive and
1: i th- yeah, I mean th- I think that's <laughs> what it is, it's just kind of like it's, going with it's it it's definitely comedy, it's just hard,
0: and I also think it's comedy. about
1: yeah, I also think it's about like modern relationships or like how the way you get older and it's just. They were probably trying to get out of their rut. Like, they were, I mean, you could tell in the beginning of the movie there was some kind of rut or something yeah. there. So, I mean, I think it was just them. They're, yeah, it's an it's a interesting, uh, it's an interesting examination of like married, like, like, I don't know, a Martin, like married couple. I like
2: the themes explored of sexuality and whatnot. I do like that stuff. But I didn't quite relate. One thing I definitely didn't relate to is, uh, Adam Scott's character going, getting basically getting alcohol poisoning and then sobering the fuck up after an hour later. Like I've tried to sober up, being that fucked up, it's like fighting a dragon with a wooden sword. <laughs> like I've, I'll eat a whole loaf of bread, still don't feel shit. A like, whole loaf? I've done it before. <laughs> I like sh- just started shoveling bread into my m- mouth out of paranoia, <laughs> just to sober up, and like laying naked in a bathtub <laughs> <laughs> with f- freezing cold water. I mean, nothing works. But, you know, Adam Scott's character just perked right up after a little while.
1: I love that scene, though, when he, like, fucking vomits out of the pool. And he's just like, he's like, you want to go home? He's like, no, I want to stay here. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't so know. Absurd. It's just, uh,
2: it's I just great. saw a lot of, like, I had, I found it hard to empathize with these characters because of their extreme inability to pick up on cues and their, just how naive they were, pretty much. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have much to say about this movie. Really? Yeah. It
1: just kind of like just happened. I think it was just a, a just a good little comedy. Yeah, it's a good watch. Yeah. I I think I I don't know when I watched I I really enjoyed it and I had a good time and I thought it was really funny and like how the way they were just watching like, on
2: my projector in my
1: room. I you know, wasn't mm. that full frontal dick. <sighs> well, I mean the dicks were
2: comedically prosthetic. Yeah, it was just like, funny comedically though, because the thing like, is I wasn't Nights.
1: yeah I wasn't expecting to see like just dicks and like uh, when he drops his pants i just started losing it i was just like, oh shit they're actually going for it and then he shows his micro penis and it's <laughs> just like <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking funniest shit
2: all right well i don't know three out of five i don't know if I, I if i owe you more of a payoff than that but no that's i mean it's hard it's hard to really like develop any like theories or I don't know. It's a simple movie. Yeah, I think it's a fu- it's a fun watch. And, and I yeah. did want to watch it and I do really love Jason Schwartzman. So I pretty much watch anything he's in because of his ability to play these stupid roles that I I like. Uh Black Panther. We'll talk about that real quick. Overall, I was happy with my uh, my theater going experience of Black Panther. I was worried that it was going to be like crazy like uh Pat was saying his his showing was uh was not good apparently people were getting in fights or some shit uh one girl did come in halfway through and you could hear her from like the stairwell hey taylor hey hey hope you're enjoying the movie no way and and then some guy goes get your ass up out of here <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and she, and then she proceeds to... You hear her kind of just leaving through the doorway. Shut the fuck up. And, uh...
1: Yo, yo I wish that happened. Get, it get your, your ass, ass out of here. Because <laughs>
2: no, up, nobody buddy. wanted this dumbass bitch to come in here fucking yapping. <laughs> and this guy's like, get your ass
1: out <laughs> of It was fucking Yeah, Yo, great. that's the best shit. that oh, probably I the funniest people. joke in the movie. Oh, damn. Uh... going
2: right into it huh no no i'm not i'm not not saying anything uh but overall so as for the movie goes not the the movie going experience uh and i did mention i was dying of sickness during that showing but uh overall it's okay um there's a lot of great stuff in this movie um it's i'm not really sure how to like put it all into like words but uh I did like a lot of the, like, costume design and, like, how they literally were able to get, like, an all-black cast. Like, when you think back on it, there's, like, three white people, if you include Stan it like
1: It's, like, two white people. Yeah,
2: and then there's, like, the museum lady. Um, I forgot about her. I mean, she doesn't count. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's that was uh, pretty great, you know? It didn't feel forced like Wonder Woman, you know? Wonder Woman, like, the ideas there were so brutally forced and... Did not enjoy it, uh, but here it works really well. Um, my favorite thing about the movie is like the attention to detail, like the costume design, the art design, all no. the things that aren't CGI. I don't think the CGI was good in this movie. It's very marvel you know?
3: Just, I know. I know exactly what you're
2: saying. And uh, I was kind of upset that I didn't feel a connection to Wakanda in this movie. Um, I think Wakanda looked good, but like we got like two sets and like one overhead. You know, like there was really wasn't much Wakanda. Like we don't we didn't spend time in Wakanda. It didn't feel like to me.
1: No, I agree. Uh- um, I think it's a good
2: start, and I look forward to seeing where it goes. But I mean, uh, I don't. Know, it was a, a fucking hype train, you know. And I I I'm kind of hopping off the hype train right now, and I think like. I know it's not an action movie, but I thought they could have um, put a little more effort into the action. I know Ryan Coog was not an action director, but he did direct some great fights in Creed. Um, I just think the fights in this were just like nothing, like just CGI in my face where they started to look like, like... Video game characters. And yeah. There was nothing like. I it mean. Did, if, none of it felt organic. Like Civil War, I mentioned that. I really liked the action in that. And, and this is like, you know, yeah, it's like, very like re- that, highly related to uh, Civil War. Yeah. And uh, I don't know why they couldn't get that kind of level of action direction. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah I always remember that final scene in Civil War with uh, yeah, Captain America and Iron Man. Was that was great. like really fucking good. Where they were like swinging the, what they call the shield back and forth and hitting Iron Man. That was great. Yeah. Um,. I like the movie, like I said.
2: Uh, I, like, I love Michael B. Jordan's character, the villain. Uh, I just feel like this movie feels a bit like a pilot. And uh, it has a lot of great stuff in it, so that's why I'm hopeful for it. But like, I'm starting to like what you were saying, get fatigued from MCU. It's, yeah, and it's and not... And if this movie could exist on its own without the MCU, I think it can. It just wasn't written that way. Yeah. And um, I like Michael B Jordan's character Killmonger I think he's he's got the joker thing going on the Joker's obviously more maniacal and, and twisted in the head and his motives are a little more uh well there's no motives well his I motive, mean there, there, there's motives, there's motives he's but it's anti, not as he's a anti-establishment vigilante who basically is like he has the right idea cuz uh, the bureaucracy
1: of it all does suck. No, no, I'm not. Uh, Comargo definitely has motives. I'm talking about the Joker. Like his is not very like upfront. like.
2: Right, but he overall they're they're kind of similar in the way that they're, yeah. they're raining terror on uh bureaucracy. Uh and like Batman and Joker in The Dark Knight have this like fucking incredible yin and yang thing going on. And I think I wanted that with between the Black Panther T'Challa and uh, Killmonger, and I I feel like they weren't involved with each other in a lot of the film. And, uh, you know, even when, like, like, is it a spoiler? (sighs) It's a spoiler, huh? Probably a spoiler.
1: If you think it's a spoiler, it's probably a spoiler. Uh,
2: I mean. But there's just, like, one scene that, like, they could have just wrote out, I thought, because, like, obviously you know that that twist isn't the. I'm talking about, you know. All right, I I can't talk about it on air, but whatever. Everybody's already probably seen the movie by now, but... Yeah, I mean, it's Um, killing
1: the box office right now. We went to the theater last (laughs) night. People are fucking still lining up to see this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's insane, man. Even when we were leaving, that was probably at the last show of the night, and that shit was still packed. Everyone's going to see box Well, anyways,
2: I was making the point of the Joker and Batman uh, to t'challa has a blissful ignorance about him of justice as well just like batman and the joker opened his eyes to his ignorance and uh yeah and uh i think the same thing happens here in this uh
1: i mean they longer has like this malcolm
2: x thing going on and it's really cool i just wish that the movie was consumed more by that instead of like all the world building that i didn't think was even that great to uh yeah, to be wasting time I agree. On. I agree uh, with. I don't the think opinion. the movie so, yeah. was too long. I hear people saying it, was, it felt too long. I didn't think it felt too long. I just think it was maybe shifted around the wrong way. I don't know. I just think um, this movie doesn't quite stand on its own for me. And uh, you know, like I'd say, Guardians, Logan, you know, Dark
1: yeah. Knight. I think it's because it does feel like a prisoner to th- the MCU. It does because it started from the MCU. Like that's the beautiful right. thing about Guardians is that Guardians was his own thing, yeah. and then James Gunn was literally allowed to do with like. I'm I honestly believe that he was allowed to do what the hell he wanted. They're like you just Why the fuck because no one knows him. All they had, so no all they had to do is not put Black Panther in Civil War, and then
2: just say, "Hey, let's." Let's but then, but, reinvent the Black Panther from the 1960s and just, like, let's get a great director just do whatever he wants and make this dope-ass, black cast. Yeah. And uh, I think there, some punches were held there. Um,
1: I, uh, you know, I, I just I,
2: don't know how much creative uh, freedom, influence yeah. Cougar had. I don't know. Overall, I did enjoy it. Um, black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah, I don't know. Not much to say. I'd give it a three and a half out of five. It's 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 there, but it's 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 you know
1: there's yeah it's a pilot
2: yeah. a little bit. I hope if I, there's like a second Black Panther, maybe it'll really get into the guts of, of what Wakanda
1: is and, and I, well, what I'm nervous about is that with this new big the the latest Avengers film coming out is that uh it's probably gonna be uh, world shattering. In terms of like what the pre-established world they had now, like so you're
2: saying uh, the next Black Panther is going to have Hulk, Captain America. Well, it's not Spider-Man. even just
1: it's not even just that. It's just we don't know what what repercussions. It's like when a big comic book event happens. Like you don't know what repercussions are going to be left in the wayside. Like after everything is said and done. So like we could see a whole brand new timeline. You know, we can see so much things happening with the with these characters. So I'm just kind of. You know, we have to see what happens after Avengers: Infinity War. I was actually talking to my cousin. He was like, hey, "I'm pretty hyped," and I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, "It's like I just want all these fucking characters to die, and they just reboot the whole franchise. <laughs> it's like, just, 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 just give it a couple years, and then we reboot it, and then go from here." Yeah, I like the good old days where everything stood on its own.
2: Yeah, Spider-Man you got Tobey Maguire. Um,
1: America's Sweetheart Roman yeah. McGuire <laughs> that's right
2: uh, but fuck yeah I don't know uh, maybe I was a little bit too excited or maybe
1: uh, maybe I should not it's know. Marvel fatigue man it's it Marvel. happens uh, yeah I'm, I'm done cool. with DC man after that fucking horrendous thing yeah, that happened out. those burned out quick those
2: burned out real quick I was like I'm done I just don't want them to mash Guardians in the same universe as uh oh they are I know I don't want them to
1: <laughs> too late it's happening
2: just leave me and now they got fucking Tom Hardy and he's done, you know, no more cinema for I him. don't think it's related. <clears throat> well, the Spider Man it's not gonna be
1: in the, the, the It's Sony. Sony's making that Venom movie. It's not gonna be in the Spider Man universe? I don't believe so. And they're using <laughs> a different kind of venom. Uh, they're using the venom from like when he was like a secret ops, like an agent. Interesting. Yeah. I'll
2: have to read about it. Uh but yeah. I watched um uh, Buzzard, as you know, three out of five. Three no sorry three point five out of five okay. just because of how fucking ridiculous it was. And it's very low budget. I watched documentary voyeur. You guys know about this? No. Uh, basically about the guy who built a hotel where he can look at people fucking from the
1: vents and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting concept. Uh, the documentary Fizzles, what the What the the voyeur like his concept? That's interesting.
2: Yeah, but like the whole documentary of of, of just doing this. This piece on him is interesting. However, some shit goes down, and it ruins the whole documentary. But it's not the documentary's fault. It's literally just what happened, and I don't blame the documentary for it. But as a like, it's really unsatisfying. Uh, It it literally like imagine being seventy five percent done with the documentary, and then everything you know is kind of like out the window, and you have to improvise the other twenty five percent. That's what happened. Uh, Hard to explain. You're probably very confused by what I'm saying, but you just have to watch it. But three out of five because of that. But it was out of their control. And uh, one last thing I watched and I won't review because I couldn't even handle reviewing this movie is uh, City of God. I finally bit the bullet and watched that. (laughs) How do you feel about it? I feel like I changed a little bit inside. I don't know. It's fucking amazing. I just can't talk about it, but I would say... It's it's a great movie. I don't even know what to rate it. One of the greatest of all time? I I don't know about that. I mean, come on, you got American Honey, American Honey, and then you have American Honey. I don't know. Four out of five, five out of five. No, sorry, four point five out of five. American Honey
0: is better than City of God. Uh,
2: to me personally, I don't think it's a better movie. This movie's I've never seen it, so uh, it's just a lot. It's a lot of kids with guns. A lot of children with guns. Man. Yeah, he's simplifying it a lot but <laughs>
1: You know, it's kids running around with guns you Yeah,
2: know. you know uh, It's it's fucking crazy, I don't know, I'd give it a 4.5 out of 5 um, Yeah, that's all I watched Okay Besides Annihilation
0: Steve, what have you watched again?
1: Ha, ha, ha Rush You know hour. what, man, I haven't had a rewatch in a while I don't There's want to no pre-watch. rats in here Look at that rat You know, we made a reference to that the other day <laughs> Who's that? I at least do that once a week. (laughs) Walking down the streets of New York, you always have to make that reference. I read
0: an article the other day where uh, Chris Chris Tucker said they're they're working on the fourth one.
1: Yeah, I can't wait.
0: That's going to be great, man. Uh, We'll see. I don't believe it's going to happen, but we'll see. All right,
1: cool. Uh, Let's see. What movie do I want to talk about first? Uh, Maybe you guys want to choose. We either can talk about the end of the tour or we can talk about Mute? Mute. Mute. Uh, that, I think I'd rather hear a, about mute. What's
2: what's mute? I'm confused. Is that a movie coming out soon?
1: Uh yo, it, it's already out. It's on Netflix. Alexander St- uh, Skarsgård. But I'm a Wait, that p- that came out? Yeah, it's already on and Netflix. And you watch it? Yeah. Uh the fuck? Why f- <laughs> <laughs> said
2: it like that? That went from <laughs> being on my on my most anticipated 2 years ago to us bringing it up again. There's still literally nothing changed on IMDb.
1: To it being out a month later, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Nothing makes sense in this world. That's anymore. insane to me. Uh, I guess real quick, I'm just gonna talk briefly, like super brief, about the end of the tour. Uh, so, end of the tour is this. Uh, it's a story of a five day interview between Rolling Stone reporter David Lipsky and acclaimed novelist David Foster Wallace, which took place right before or right after his 1996 publication of the groundbreaking book Infinite Jest.
0: You said ground-baking.
1: Ground-break, ground-breaking. <laughs> Bake that ground. <laughs> Death Valley, uh, California. Uh, so, I love this movie. This movie, I don't know what it is, but I wanted to watch something just just easy, you know? Like, nothing that, it doesn't require much from you. It's just something you kind of watch. And I remember people talking about this years ago, and, and I never got a chance to watch it. It came out in 2015, and uh make making it sound like it's been like, Ten years. When it's only been like three. <laughs> yeah, I remember when this came out. It looked uh, intriguing. So the film has great pacing. Like it never meanders. Like it cuts through the like the heart of the matter or the heart of the subject matter. And it's between like this this basically these conversations between uh, David Lipsky, who is played by Jesse Eisenberg, and then David Foster Wallace, who's played by uh Jason uh, Jason Segel 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 Segel. What else? What's up? That's his Did like, right? you Jason Seagal? Seagal yeah. Steven Seagal. That's why like I got confused. I was like, like Seagal? Uh, no, this, it's it's so, it's just so well paced and you don't notice the run. Like, you know when you just watch a movie and then you just kind of like sit there and it, it's over and you're just like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, no, the performances were so well done. I think this is one of uh, Jason Se- uh, Seagal's. I almost did it again. Uh, one of his best I don't performances. Know how you're making that mistake? I don't know either. I just keep doing it <laughs> because you don't <laughs> want to believe that somebody's last name is Siegel. Siegel,
2: yeah.
1: And then I so keep Siegel. So you
2: try to put a, a little Siegel, on. Siegel,
1: yeah. Siegel. Uh, yeah, no, it's hands down uh, one of his best performances, and J C Eisenberg is very good as well. Uh, but I think he's outshone by uh, uh Siegel, and uh, it's just. I don't know. It's just I think it came at. I think it was perfect time for you to watch this in terms of like being, being like in this creative field, and it kind of like removes this like weird like like enigma or mystery behind like authors and writers and creative people. Sometimes people we look up to, because that's what happens with uh, Jay Z Eisenberg's character. It's just that he reads Infinite Jest. He realized how like he's like this is phenomenal. I need to meet this man, and he convinces his boss to let him go do this interview for their magazine and and through these conversations you realize that he like there's no real bullshit to him he's like literally just he's a, just a normal human being he's a person and there's just some some great conversations that have happened between one of uh, both of them and it just makes me more interested in knowing who this person was and and i love i don't know i just i just love the like how the way it just kind of like you know, versus the way the mystery of, like, being a creative, like, you know, he talks about, like, not every, you know, author is, like, this junkie who's this and who's an oddball. It's just, like, sometimes they're just normal fucking people, you know, and sometimes it is. Like, sometimes we have quirks, sometimes we're we this, that. It's just really good, and I, like, I, I would highly recommend it to anyone who's just curious. David Foster Wallace that normal? Oh, uh, like, yeah, he has some, like, I think, from what I understood from the from the from the film is that, He's normal, but, you know, he has his, like, little tics, as most people do. You know, it's it's just... He wears a bandana all the time. I mean, it's... I mean, he brings he's it up kidding. in the movie, yeah. It's just, like... <clears throat> it's just something that he started doing because it helps him, like, relax. Uh, it's just... I don't know. Oh,
2: yeah. He's a, he's a psychopath. You think so? Yeah. Something like that.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know. It's just, like... I don't know. It's a, it's a great film, and just, I just... I would highly recommend it. I give it a four, a four and a half out of five. Like, it's just so simple in its approach. And uh, it doesn't try to, like, you know, it doesn't try to be a movie. You know what I mean? It just lets the conversations naturally happen. It should
2: try to be a movie if it's a movie.
1: Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, hey, so what about Mute? Is this shit. It's trash. Is That's it? it? Yeah, it's fucking trash. God damn it. Uh, Why? So, Mute, directed by Duncan Jones, uh, written. Uh Jones was also another person who wrote it and also uh, Michael Robert Johnson. Uh stars Alexander Starsgard, uh Paul Rudd, uh Justin Thoreau. Is that a, yeah. It's weird. I haven't seen him in anything in a very long time. Very weird casting. This movie's weird. Uh so Mute. Uh a mute bartender goes up against his uh his city's gangsters in an effort to find out what happened to his missing partner or his girlfriend. Um uh, And yeah, that's it. It's such a weird premise because it's about an Amish bartender who's a mute. And it's just him walking to different places in Berlin, like a futuristic Berlin. And it's, (laughs) I would say this it's like the best of sci fi tropes. Like, it's just like, oh, you know what's a good sci fi tropes? Futuristic, you know, flying cars, throw that in there. Uh, Neon lights everywhere, throw that in there. It's just like best of sci fi tropes you'll ever see. And it's thrown in a movie. Which is like one of the weakest stories I've seen in a very long time. Uh, the idea of like searching for a missing person, yeah, that could have been cool, noir detective story, but it's just so underplayed because the fact that like, he's mute, so he can't. A lot of his emotion has to be, you know, it's like he has to emote that through like his physicality and everything, and I don't think he does a very good job at it. Uh, Paul Rudd is horrible. Jesus, he's the worst. Like one of the worst parts of the movie, his dialogue and just. His acting is cringe There was times where I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like, really? Like, really?" This is upsetting, dude. This, It's like this guy did a. It moon. just has like a lot, like a lot of like random scenes that that does nothing to push the story forward. You know, there's just like it, it tries to develop the characters, but it, it just seems very unfocused. Like what it, what story it wants to tell or what it's its message like. Like And that's the problem. I feel like it just wasn't focused enough.
2: Well, I could explain why this movie went from pre-production to fucking Netflix <laughs> in a week.
1: How <laughs> the fuck? Uh, no, man. Like At first, I was actually kind of like excited because I've been on a sci-fi kick. Uh, I, I watched all of uh, Altered Carbon, which I dug. Uh, yeah, I heard about it on the last
2: episode. It was terrible because you guys were talking about TV shows on a movie podcast, and I was upset.
1: I don't mean. I don't think anyone else was upset. I think we yeah, were
2: the only person. Yeah, there were people listening to me, listening, with <laughs> me <on> the, <laughs> listening, listening to me the, listening. on the train. You know, I played it on my phone for everyone to plug. listen to. Yeah, I was like, "Hey guys, check out this podcast." Wait, why are they talking what, about TV what's shows? What's it about? Movies? Oh, sweet. You start talking about TV, like, yo, man, I thought you said this is about movies. The fuck? <laughs> Who's your? You impression betrayed about? us. <laughs> Get off the train. <laughs> All right, let's uh. So uh, no, so far I was actually like excited for the uh, the premise of this. Well, I didn't know the premise because there was no info.
1: Oh uh, yeah, it's just like but it's it just like, cool. It just like added. I don't know why he Alexander Skarsgård's character had to be uh, uh, his name. His character's name is Leo. I don't know why the hell he had to be an Amish person. Like I guess maybe to add like some weird characteristics. Like all over his house, he he doesn't have any technology. He just like he lives in a city but has no technology in his house you know and then his girlfriend obviously she's like up to date so she like gives him a cell phone and like she's trying to like push him forward and he's just it's just like i feel like they added too much traits to him like he's a mute and he doesn't he's an Amish person and somehow he knows how to fight a lot like he's like kicking everyone's ass in this movie throughout right. the whole movie so <laughs> like, so there's <laughs> it's a, just, like <laughs> <laughs> i'm mean, like why is there so much shit going on with this
2: guy <laughs> i have a great review to read about this movie all right go for it it's a it's a half star review on Letterboxd. It says, "Anyways, Annihilation, directed by uh, Alice Garland, is out now today in U.S. cinemas." <laughs> 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 That's so fucking disrespectful. It's <laughs> pretty disrespectful. Oh uh, man, it must be really that bad because everyone hates it.
1: Ooh, four star review. Ooh, read it, read it, read it. Uh, it's way too long. Uh, uh, I'll look it up later. I'm just curious. Uh, so anything
0: else worth mentioning about this movie?
1: Uh, no, man. It's just, it, it's just, it starts off interesting enough and, I, you know, I got a little excited. I'm like, because, I don't know, I like science fiction and it just, especially since it was like, it was giving off that detective vibe kind of story. It just seems very, the world doesn't seem... no noir? Yeah, just the, the the world's not realized completely. Like, there's things happening. Like you know who's in this movie? That's, he's in the background. It's super weird. Oh, What is his name? He was in Moon. Why can't? I f- why I forgot his name. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, he's in this movie. Sam. Well, that would make it sense because he, he was probably close to uh, Duncan Jones. But the thing is, he's he's only in this movie in news, up. like like news that's that's happening in like the behind the scenes So characters are talking, and then you'll see him in the background. Oh. Yeah. And it's just like it's kind of funny. <laughs> like what the fuck Easter egg? It's not even an Easter egg. It's just like because they're trying to t- They're trying to world build in the background, but we don't know anything about <laughs> the world. world build in the background. Yeah, like in the background, it's just I'm like you're to tryn- that in the foreground. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> like it's just like. <laughs> was he dancing?
1: No, he was like, he, all right. So I want to just spoil it for you, but uh, apparently Chill. he's like, it's not spoiling. It's not. It's not spoiling because. Spoil it. Because you want to know how this is so irrelevant to the movie? I want to watch this. It's that they're trying to world build about like a clone army and it's happening around, but it's not mentioned throughout the whole narrative. It's just like happening there and you're just like,
2: what what purpose is this serving? The clone army never... Comes in or, like,
1: I don't plot. know what it is, but it's just, like, it's just him and a whole bunch of clones in the background that you see constantly. Like, in either news articles or, this like, news... sci-fi th- trope they had to add in. It's so weird. <laughs> like, I'm just I'm just curious about this movie. Like, what happened? Like, it just seemed like a whole bunch of ideas that was just meshed together. Well, I guess, and, uh... And in the beginning of the movie, has a really generic quote. It just says, like, I forget what it was. Oh, God must... God must... Destroy his people in order to mold them, and then it says Amish proverb right at the bottom. I was like, Oh, I guess it's this kind of movie. And the worst
2: part is the Amish representation of film, they can't even watch it because they don't have Netflix. Yeah, it's terrible. There you go, (laughs) idiot. Why would you fucking represent people who can't even watch the
1: movie? (laughs) (laughs) Is that all you got? What would you rate it? I'd give it a one and one. I was gonna give it a one and a half, but it's just like, I feel like I just there's nothing redeemable, like, I couldn't recommend this to anyone. I couldn't. Did, did, you, any,
2: did you, oh, so I was gonna ask Harvey if
0: you watched anything else. Oh no, I haven't watched anything else. Have you, Steve?
1: <laughs> no, like I said, I just watched those movies, and then I watched. Uh, I watched all of Alter Carbon. I highly recommend okay, it if you like sci-fi. Okay, that's it. Really, cool. You guys want to jump into the main review? Actually, you know what? I would oh, recommend no. it if you like cheesy sci-fi. I'll put that. Like, it does have some cringe moments, but what, if view? you're into that. No, altered carbon. That's, I'll recommend it if you do like that kind of stuff. Okay. Well, uh,
2: in that case, why don't we uh, take a listen to a quip of Annihilation? Chill, that's Harvey's job. Uh, we've, we've thrown that job around before. What do you think I do when you're away?
0: You think I'm out in the garden pining, looking up at the sky? <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you here? I gotta leave a day early.
3: Your husband's here.
0: Let me see him. He's extremely ill. You have to tell me where he was, what he was doing. It was his decision to go in. It's something they termed the shimmer. Okay, um, I'm gonna go ahead and read a synopsis for my IDMB. Don't you mean that, synopsis? Uh, no, I don't. This uh, one sentence perfectly describes Annihilation. A biologist signs up for a dangerous secret expedition where the laws of nature don't apply. Okay, I, I kind of like it actually because it, it? it leaves something to like the imagination. Um, yeah, it's not too heavy handed. It doesn't give a lot away, but there's still some intrigue in there. I think I'd rate this, uh, synopsis probably four, four out of five.
1: Can we start rating synopsis from now on? <laughs> Apparently, that's what we're doing. Who
0: wants to talk about Annihilation first?
2: I really like it. First, you say who uh, directed it and who stars in it. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't I'm, need sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We
0: need it. I, yeah, I forgot that information. It was directed and written by Alex Garland. It stars, uh, Natalie Portman, Portman and there's also some, uh, there's mostly uh, uh, women. Yeah, this is uh, pretty much an all-women cast, I, s- I suppose, except for uh, Oscar Isaac. He has a pretty prominent role in it. But other than that, it's uh, Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Leigh, uh, this woman Gina Rodriguez. I, I don't think I've seen her in anything, um, but Jane the Virgin. Oh yeah, she is Jane the Virgin. Never mind, I have seen her. And uh, who else? Tessa Thompson. Um, yeah, it's pretty good stuff. Um, who wants to go first?
2: Who usually goes
0: first? It's usually Steve. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, well, so annihilation. I have no notes. So I'm just going to
0: like usual. Just I got a couple. But.
1: Uh, so the fir- the only thing I really wrote down is that, uh, after watching the movie is that, uh, this film made me fall in the, the Latin, uh, Natalie Portman again.
0: Uh, it was First a little, of all, you fell out of love with Natalie Portman. <laughs> there
1: was, you know, it's not falling I'm out of love. It's just you. like it's just like you know, you have moments you haven't seen him in a while, and then you just like you kind of forgot. Disloyal. You kind of forgot. I fell out of love. You're not
2: loyal. And I, then I fell out of love when I discovered Natalie Portman two point oh. There is no. 2. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the <either. laughs> Same is, person. That, that is not. It's true. not the same, same person. person, and she's not two point Yeah,
0: she's not two point She's fucking beta. She's
1: <laughs> two. She's two point oh in Atonement. Uh no uh no i think it's so hard to talk about this movie because there's so much going on but i guess i can start with saying that i really this is the kind of i don't know this movie i felt like was like perfect for me like i just love the tone i love the pacing uh i would say i would say the world building unlike the other movie i was talking about was done very well even though it is a focused story even though we're just talking about like the southern reach and like this area, area X, that these scientists go to to explore, I think just like how the way they're able to take what was written on page and just put it onto the screen was really done, really, really well done, and very beautiful. Uh, and I would say the only part that re- I would negative, uh, it, the one negative thing I would say is that performances weren't great across the board. I felt like there was just like moments where I felt like, I would say, I think it's because they were underutilized. I would say Tessa Thompson was completely underutilized in this role. I, I, I didn't feel like I got mu- got much from her. I think Natalie Portman really stole the show. But I think it's because she had more time on screen and she had a lot more to do in terms of that. Uh,
2: I could agree with that.
1: Yeah, and... I don't think I, I agree with that. Really? I, I mean... Know. Damn. I think okay. I think we got a lot more from, from Natalie Portman and then the uh, other scientist. I think her name was Shepard. Yeah, sure. I think, and I think it's because they had a little bit more time, more dialogue, more time to kind of grow and see them at least mm. in those moments. Uh, I feel like
2: I didn't connect with uh, anybody except Natalie Portman and uh, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Jason Leigh, and and
1: Jane the Virgin as well. But I think she, it's because uh, you have a crush on her. I do like the shaved side head thing. Um, <laughs> no, she. Uh, but overall, it's just. This movie is just, it's so hard to explain just because there's a lot of like heavy themes and just like ideas that uh, Alex Garland's playing with. And like, this is definitely worth I think this is going to be one of those rewatches. Like, I need to rewatch it. Like, um, I cannot just watch it one time.
0: Have I, we all seen X Machina? Can I hop in? Uh, really yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You know, I think we've all seen X Machina. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. From the trailers, I was expecting something um, a little bit different. I'm not sure why, because um, yeah, after seeing the things that Alex Garland has written and after seeing Ex Machina, I think I should have known what to expect, which was total fucking chaos. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought it would be like a m- more straightforward, um, just a straightforward action sci-fi. And, uh, I'm sort of like it a, wasn't. Sort of like a... <laughs> search and uh, i don't know not a search and rescue but like a search and uh, find examine mission. like um, it's just like a lot of it's just yeah.
1: examining and just like like they're they're not even looking for anything i feel i feel like it's never, well, that was
0: never really the goal i mean i don't know that's what i th- i don't know i thought it'd be much more straightforward but what happened once they entered the shimmer i don't know i wasn't expecting any of that um yeah they're looking for the source of the shimmer and they believe that is at the lighthouse where it yeah, this shit initially went yeah. down. Um, however, once they get inside there, they discover that things are mutating, the animals are mutating, and then they're they're uh, becoming something else as a result of, I don't know, some Time sort of... Time spent. Yeah. Well, it, inside uh, the shimmer. Yeah. Um, I don't want to
1: spoil anything. I feel like you're just even talking about minor plot details. I don't want to say anything.
0: Uh-oh. But yeah, um, you said that uh, Natalie Portman like carries the weight of this movie, and I think that's definitely true. She is uh, on screen for I don't know probably fucking like eighty yeah about eighty percent eighty five percent of this movie so I think think she definitely carries like that uh the weight and she does a pretty amazing job um conveying like the the emotions of uh of anyone in this situation um a person that's uh lost their husband and then um, finds them yeah finds them like, again. it's
1: a lot of like emotional. Like, just
0: a lot yeah. of emotions going on. Yeah, there's and forth. a lot of layers <laughs> to her character, and I think she does a great job of, uh, um, I don't know, rotating between those layers and not seeming, uh, kind of corny or fucking, I don't know, just, I don't know. She, she, she everything seems very genuine, but I think the supporting guest does a pretty great job. I like the interactions <laughs> between her and, uh, like Shepard, played by, I think her name like Tuva or something Mm -hmm. um yeah i like the interactions between her and their conversations about why they decided to go in the shimmer and although it seems like a from a from a the u.s government who's um, i don't know i presume they're over this operation it seems strange that they've sent these four people in there that all have these very apparent issues and um they're all also women that wouldn't happen either but yeah i think it's interesting to i don't know we discover things between those characters when they have conversations like the ones with Shepherd and finding out why she is yeah. in there. And um I think that was I think that was an interesting uh interesting choice by Alex Garland, um to send these like broken or lost characters into the shimmer well, this and, is, and have uh, them searching for something.
1: This is based off a book
0: yeah yeah that is true well it was written though it was written yeah he adapted it yeah he
1: adapted it but Yeah. yeah there's like i was like looking it up and because i remember this book a long time ago and i wanted to read it i just never did and uh and i was looking some stuff up and there's like obviously changes that you have to make for the for the big screen but I don't
2: know
0: what those changes yeah, I are. I don't know. I don't well, know how close this is. Maybe I'll look into the, the trivia. The, it's, section.
1: It's, a, it's a trilogy, and it's like it's weird how the way he set it up. It's like Annihilation is obviously the first book, but it's like the, all the other books are just the same thing that's happening, but from different perspectives, mm. which is really weird for like a like a trilogy because usually yeah. it's
0: supposed to be a continuation. Yeah. Um, weird. That being said, I haven't experienced a, a movie. That's given the, giving me these emotions probably since uh, like under the skin. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like this is a sci-fi that completely, it freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. If I'm honest. Um, I haven't, fu- it made me like, it was so weird how much I was uncomfortable. Yeah. It, I, there's just some images. There's images and there's audio in this movie that just, I don't know how to explain it. The, the, Alex Garland is pretty good at coming up with some just really weird shit and um seeing how these animals have mutated and uh it's really freaky and um that being said i we it's we can't spoil anything but the last 20 minutes of the like last 20 twenty five minutes of this movie
1: I couldn't stop staring I, like I... I didn't
0: understand <laughs> what was happening and it horrified me I've never seen anything like that in my life um aside <laughs> from like longer. under the skin um that i don't know It could probably give a little bit away but aside from like under the skin like i haven't seen anything like this in a very long time what i what i thought was i feel like we're not talking about the pot enough and uh critiquing shit yeah but we'll get there. there's a lot to get over <laughs> yeah this but I, I think with we, under
2: have, to, under the we skin, have to
1: slowly step into this movie we can't just dive in i
2: i always said that with with under the skin that's very similar to the level of haunting it does to you but this one I feel like haunted me more a little bit because under the skin, essentially, you're. I don't know. Most normal people are going to find it hard to connect with that, that character because of just the bizarreness of that entire film. But, like, this movie works in the way that you are re- being revealed things at the same time as the, uh, yeah. the main character. So you're. It's just the ultimate, like, protagonist effect. You're getting you're getting information fed to you as that character is experiencing it and i think that's what makes that that last 25 minutes which i wrote down say uh it's one of the most spellbinding moments i've ever like spent in a yeah. movie like i really think it's w- the last payoff is worth it cuz the movie it's it's not a, without flaws like no like it set it sets you up with a lot of intrigue, and I think uh, uh, Alex Garland did the same thing with Ex Machina. Where you're like, all right, well, what's uh, what's uh, what's all this about? What is all of this? And uh, and I really enjoyed it, but like the intrigue doesn't keep up with itself for like most of the movie. Things happened extremely slowly, and and I didn't like that at first, and then and then I realized how much I liked it, and uh, the subtle change of like a chain of events leading up to the end mm-hmm. I thought it was like it requires an explanation but it doesn't owe you an explanation it doesn't it doesn't It. it it's not one of those movies that owes you an explanation I don't think it's weird but it, it definitely needs one but uh <laughs> I don't think it does I think I was <laughs> well, I mean compl- what I'm saying is like it there's definitely but they went in there for looking for an explanation so but that's then, what I'm saying
1: but then, I mean You know, with anything in life, like are you going to get answers to everything? Well, I'm
2: saying is like the the central filmmaking, the point of view they're looking for an uh, explanation. Where some movies, the filmmakers audacious enough to like be like, I know, and the character knows what's going on here, but you don't, like shit like that. Yeah, this movie really makes you connect. And uh, some points of this movie, I thought I was playing a fucking dope ass RPG. Like, think about you and your party, of all women. You know, you go into this, like, crazy enchanted forest with, like, all these, like, cool plants made out of crystals and
1: shit. And uh, I don't know. I I thought it was, like, Final Fantasy X or some shit at at one point. Yeah, the visuals, uh, that's what I was mentioning earlier. It's just, like, they really made it. It was just a beautiful world. They were able to pull right out of the page. Like, yeah, and guys, I was say just this, so well
2: done. And like I said, this movie's not without flaws. I, I agree with you. I I really didn't think any of the performances were that great, except Natalie Portman and uh, Oscar Isaac. Is, can do no wrong, but um, dude, dude can do no wrong. Let's be honest. Yeah, I was watching And uh, even in Star Wars, he's the best part. Um, but uh, like, yeah, I guess the rest of the cast isn't that great. And. uh, But it's also a slow burn for a lot of the movie. It's just, it's a slow burn, but like the burn, it fucking hurts. Yeah. (laughs) That was one of the, we had a packed house, right, Steve? Yeah.
1: This This is the weirdest movie I've ever been to with a packed house because. Because in theory, that that last
2: 25 minutes should have been like. People wilding out. Yeah. But everyone was just like. Quiet. Like respecting the movie.
1: It was, it was weird, weird because I know for a fact, I know for the fact like for a fact those people that are in front of us, the kid that would like pulled out his phone at the beginning of the movie. Well, he was talking throughout yeah, until yeah, the end. Till the end. But that's I re- insane. But I realized something. I was like I'm pretty sure they wanted to go see Black Panther and the tickets were sold out so they're like what's the next best thing? And they came in there and they they, they had that attitude. Yeah. But you could tell that at the end of it they're like, "Oh, they literally said, "Oh shit." Like, I didn't. I didn't come here to get my life changed. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. They had that moment. They were like, "Oh man, dude, what the he hell did I just talking. watch?"
2: He was commentating like quietly, not like obnoxious. Not obnoxious. Quiet, he's just like, but, like if you're close to him, you can hear him commentating throughout. Yeah. And the time where he needed to be there to commentate the most, he was speechless.
1: Yeah, exactly. He. I was expecting he, him he was, because he was like the beginning of the movie. He's like he was on his phone, and then I guess someone next to him was just like turned that off. <laughs> and He was like, okay, okay. Like
2: everything else that happened in the movie, he was like all over. But like at the end, yeah. he, everyone at the he last keep up.
1: Yeah, the last part, everyone's just like glued to the screen. Everyone was just quiet. Near even the fucking end, everyone was just like quiet. And yeah, it was like the weirdest experience I've ever had in the theater.
0: That makes sense because for I don't know. This is um, I wouldn't say I think stretches of this movie are not easy, especially for like the average uh, film goer especially for someone that was probably expecting like a very exciting and um, I don't know more like visceral experience yeah it didn't give you a yeah, it's a this lot. is not that and it's it's designed not to be that way
2: there's um, no X mock in a dance scene or anything
0: yeah so I was re-watching like that. that dance scene <laughs>
1: that, <laughs> Japanese, so that Japanese girl is so hot <laughs> dude it's so yeah the, uh, the robot one. yeah Was it a Kiko Kiko Ke- Ke- or something uh, like that I don't know I rewatched it today. I was like, "This shit's so good." Uh, this is a, this movie is a, quite a mouthful. Uh, do you want to talk about like what have we not? I feel like we're just saying words, but I they're think, not making uh, sense for people. Well, I, yeah, I th- we're just I, expressing how we feel. How I, this movie made me I feel. Know, I'd
0: like to take a, uh, or take a break from the movie and talk about Natalie Portman. <laughs> um like well, her, it's not, her,
2: her life and career.
0: Well, yeah. Um, are you serious? Yeah. Well, like? not necessarily, but I think it's interesting. I think it is a very interesting movie for natalie portman um i don't i don't recall seeing her in anything similar to this in in the past i think the biggest uh comparison we can make is maybe uh, black swan but um even back black swan was a huge uh commercial success i think this is like a different stage in her career and i hope she keeps doing things like this um yeah. things that aren't necessarily for exposure or for um or for advancing her career, but for just the art of filmmaking, um, I think this is a great movie for her, and I think she was fucking incredible in it. Yeah, I I, I, so. I agree.
1: Like like I was saying, like she I don't I don't know what scene it was for me. I think it was the scene when they were both laying in bed together. It was early on in the film, and they were talking. And I was sitting. There, I'm like, damn dude. It's like she's great. What <laughs> <But>, uh, so? <laughs> I so had, like literally. My thought right was like. She's great. <laughs> Relax. Uh,
2: so, this is this confirmed? This will be on, like, Netflix in a couple weeks or something. Uh, internationally, yeah. I believe. Yeah. I don't know if
1: it's going to be on... Like, I was reading up. The I'm hell? not sure. Wait, so it won't, like, go on our Netflix? Because there's certain... Like, Netflix does certain, like, regions. Like, Canada will have a certain like certain movies, and we will have certain movies. And, and like, just overall. Oh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get
2: yeah. a, a hack on a Canadian Netflix. Guy. Yeah, yeah, open
0: one up. There was, like, a pretty big rift between like uh the production team and like the uh studio about i don't know i guess the fate of this movie um i guess based on the things we've said this is not like a um very accessible movie for for most people i think and i think because of that they've decided to uh put it on netflix do you think it'll be
2: like because i want people to see this i know most people probably just watch it on netflix but i don't know how long that's gonna
1: be in a few weeks, and I think, like, it, like I said, it's in like America and in, internationally, I think it's going out. I'm not sure in America yet. Hmm, it's strange. It's all very strange to me, but
2: uh, yeah, what else can we talk about in this movie? It's, uh, it's
1: creature cool. design, uh, the fucking bear fucked me up real good, ha- paid homage to uh, the revenant. That was pretty good, yeah. <laughs> God, man, that scene <laughs> with the that was like so, I, I love that idea, like, it was just so haunting. And, God, man, when, when, obviously, people watch this movie, they know exactly what I'm talking about with the, with the bear and with the things that happened within that scene because it is creepy as fuck. I was, I was nervous, and I never usually get it's like It's like these movies, this movie has, like, a lot of moments where you should easily, like, jump out of your seat and freak out, but it's just more like you're just kind of, like, stunted a bit. You're, like, and you're just, like, watching things happen. Yeah. And you're, and it's just bothering you in the inside. It's not really like a physicality. It's like most horror movies that will do cheap jump scares. This movie has like moments that could that could be that way, but they don't. And it's I think more haunting for it. Yeah. And uh, I agree. Oh uh, gosh, man, there's this was. Just,
0: I think there's a not only the visuals that I mentioned, but there's some themes in here too that I really um, thought were great, and that I thought were. Um, I don't know. They kind of demand people think about what they're seeing and uh, kind of question. Like that that row in front of us, they were just like, "Oh yeah." There's um, I don't know. I think uh, Alex Garland. He's pretty. Yeah, he's pretty fucking talented, and um, he's a great filmmaker. But I think his unwillingness to uh, kind of compromise, like, which is why the studio's having issues with Mm. this movie. I think that will. I don't know. I don't know what it'll, what will happen, but it could kind of fragment uh, his or lessen his ability to have uh, movies made.
2: Yeah, I mean, out of all the like you brought up earlier, like this being like you kind of thought this would be another like sci fi action, and uh, think about how fatigued we are on that. This in the last like twelve months, like yeah. We, yeah. Watched Life, yeah, we watched Life, we watched Alien, we people, watched think, uh, Cloverfield.
0: Yeah, people, it could have went that way. I think uh, sci-fi... Yeah, I'm not really sure what's happening now. But yeah, there have been a lot of sci-fis recently, within like the last year, year and a half. Yeah. And um, they've mostly been shit. I'm not sure what's sparking like this uh, uptick in sci-fi movie production, but yeah. people are really... I'm I'm on, on board. Yeah. Uh,
2: it's, it's either that or period pieces, and you know me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... I would say that, like, yeah, don't go into this movie thinking that it's going to be one of. the... So you, the girls go into the the crazy little closed off area, and they just it's not a horror movie where they just go in and they get picked off one by one. You know, like uh, Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, this is they're so, not picking
1: characters off. There's every character has like an important like roll and like there's things that happen that like i don't know yeah it's like it doesn't feel like they're just doing it just to do it like it's yeah, not it's, like a typical not, yeah. horror science fiction that's so, one thing i don't like
2: a lot of tv
0: shows there's a, rely on that there's a journey for sure i think there's a journey for each of those characters and it's yeah. kind of a uh, it's like a journey of discovery they're discovering not only like the world within this shimmer but they're discovering Parts of themselves. I think. I think. Which is interesting.
1: Yeah, and that's what I I want to get back to. Maybe Tessa Thompson's character, just because she did have that realization. I think she had one of the better realizations, which sucks because she. I feel like she really didn't have
0: much. So I I feel like I liked her. I liked. I liked her character a lot. um, Yeah. I don't know. You. You you felt that. You said you felt she was underutilized, but
1: maybe maybe that was just her character. Maybe that's why I felt that way. She was
0: like she was like a naturally shy person so i think they kind of had to write her character that way but i don't know i don't feel as though she was underutilized or that she could have done more than she did i like that's true her character arc and i like where she started from the beginning and the information that we got about her and then what eventually happens to her um yeah i liked it a lot and i liked um what that represents for her and um I don't know. There's like a resolution to it that I, that I found um, satisfying. Satisfying? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, so from, I, from I beginning to end, out. man, I really like fucking, I really, I just even talking about it more, I really love this yeah, they and talk, I want to rewatch it. Shit.
0: Yeah, they too. They like talked about it briefly, but yeah, when, when she takes like off her, um, when like the flowers and shit, you can see the scars on her arms. Yeah, that was a great scene. I really, um, I really loved what what, what this they did with could their character.
2: yeah. This movie could definitely be rewatched and then re-discussed with like great little nuances. And yeah, I don't think we're gonna do that, obviously, but uh, it's it's I'm one down. of those I'm movies.
0: Next week, annihilation again.
2: I'm down. Uh, what we need to do is uh, get people to want to invest in Patreon, and I would love to be able to do bonus content <laughs> like that. But uh. <clears throat> hey, two bucks a month. you guys can handle it right Ooh, there, damn. uh, I pay for some of the podcasts um here's the thing though I figured it out. I think uh between black culture and Alice Garland, they're saving cinema in February you think so yeah i mean we had get out last year black panther this year out oh X machina was like a february film i believe maybe march 3rd or something but i remember being in the, the yeah it wasn't slump, it was yeah it wasn't and i went and saw it in the mm-hmm. theater and i was like everything sucks out right now except this movie i'm gonna go check out i enjoyed i enjoyed that one um so i don't know like why he released this one again in february but uh hey I was deeply surprised. I,
0: I was fearful that I wouldn't like it, and uh, I was too. Um, I thought the trailers looked just like I said, kind of uh, mediocre. I yeah, liked, the
2: trailers are okay aside from that.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that man. The, when that shit the, came the, on
1: during the movie, I was like, "Yeah." The last
0: twenty, well, like you know, we keep mentioning the last twenty minutes of the movie, but yeah, the music during the last twenty minutes—it uh, just works. That whole as like, like, a supplement to that's crazy that shit that scene is creepy
2: because it's not even like it's a it's a high exposure scene it's like it's lit up it's yeah, not it's like dark and yeah, spooky yeah. it's just so bright and yeah you, and yeah, you thought they would
0: like do it like underground or something but yeah there's a lot of light and and of course we can't no, say shit no, about what we're talking no, about no, yeah there was no fear alex garland is he's good
2: it's audacious. Uh, I enjoyed this movie. I uh, I, I, I love this movie. I, I was it's, wondering it's, if uh, one of us was going to hate it. And, uh, it's still possible because we're down a guy. What if he comes in and he's like, this shit was trash. He's got to watch it first. He probably he probably have some th- <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I believe Sean, if I'm not mistaken, uh, had some unfavorable things to say about Ex Machina.
1: Yeah, he does. Uh, I read his review. Yeah, I thought he loved Ex Machina.
0: He gave it he, a three and a half. He gave Ex Machina a three and a half? Yeah,
2: and he had a oh, big uh, reason why he uh, did not understand why the ending was chosen. I don't
1: know. I love the ending. I love the ending as well. Yeah, I thought it was safe, John hates, perfect. So maybe he hates this ending. Dude, we'll, we'll see. see, man. I'm excited now. We'll see. Controversial shit. <laughs> Controversy. Is there,
3: is there more
2: There's about? like
1: nothing negative I could say in how this story just... It's just like resonate with me and just like reignited my create like i was saying earlier like i want to try something different yeah, in yeah I, I knew you were writing
2: and, again because this movie i just didn't want to say it
1: huh i knew you were
2: writing again because you saw this movie i just well, didn't want to say
1: it well it's like not even just this it's just like a lot of stuff i've been watching and just reignited and this really just clicked with me
2: yeah this movie
1: is like uh, just like one of those movies that says turns hey things uh,
2: on. you know film is an art and you take risk right because sometimes you forget when you watch some of these movies yeah man. I would hate to say, but like Black Panther or something.
1: I love how the way the stories just paced. I, I think that's fair. Well happened? I think Black Panther took a
0: lot of risks. I
1: guess. Hey, man, this is Annihilation Week. We're how not many, talking about Black Panther.
0: I, mean, no, I can't say that. It took uh, a lot
1: of risks in the sense that uh, you
2: know America's racist, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I was
0: talking about like story elements. Black movies come out all the time, but I don't know. A movie on that for, magnitude, yeah, right for a, for a Marvel movie to have like only two white characters in it—that's—and I don't, not even that, but just the blackness overall of that movie was true. Sure. That was a
2: great aspect of it. I was just like, I was just saying though, if you if you take all those black people out of that movie and make it about like Scandinavian people, which I guess is Thor, uh, <laughs> uh, I just don't know that the elements would stand very
0: strong on their own. I don't know perhaps. Um do we want to say more things about annihilation? Uh, I yeah. would love to yeah. just
2: like talk about it like with a bunch of people who've seen it and talk about the ending, but
0: uh, I can't do that. I kind of like I mentioned the themes earlier, but yeah, it it, it makes you think a lot. Um fuck that was a fun i'm trying that to that was a uh, fun scene trying to say things fun. without spoiling things but yeah the i don't know if that scene would have been
2: as fun if there weren't as many people around me but i was just looking around i'm like i know you're uncomfortable i know you're uncomfortable <laughs>
1: yeah. this way with the, the final scene yeah yeah just like yeah. The, the um, man there's one scene that i really dug that i was just like it's like are they gonna show it and i was like yeah they're gonna show all of it With you the know fucking yeah you know exactly what i'm talking about the yeah, knife yeah, yeah. scene yeah i was like they're not gonna I was like they're yeah they're gonna show everything i'm like awesome man that, i love how like it just it's like it talk about it, the, the
2: male characters
1: yeah it dips yeah. into a little bit of like body horror body mutilation if oh, you don't absolutely. notice from the trailer uh you see a lot of like disfigured and like in like just not even like just not even like from like humans or like people. It's mostly from like the animal wildlife. It's a lot of. Like I think you. Uh, it's a really a lot of and that's, science
2: that's, geeks might like get some of this. You know, they talk about the hawks gene stuff. Yeah, Pretty dope stuff. There's some dope. It's, it's not yeah. of it really like. You're not. It's Bo- not. It's not bogged like, down. It's, it's it's. But it's very, also not like painted so vividly that you understand everything. Because I guess from their perspective you're not really supposed, you're supposed to. to do yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: But then also it doesn't have like the typical science fiction tropes where you feel like the scientists are just saying a whole bunch of words but they don't know what they mean. Also it doesn't like do I this feel like-
2: thing like um it doesn't do the thing uh, that Culverfield paradox where they just suddenly come up with ideas and they end up being right. Yeah, like that, that's usually <sighs> never the case in this. Fucking roll my eyes. Yeah. They're like, what what if this happened? Oh it did happen. That's yeah. what happened. Oh, what if we try this random fucking idea that no right person would have ever thought of? Yeah. This movie kind of just, like, it really feels like these They're finding things out as we are. And and it's just, and like, they improvising. Have, like, yeah, they're smart, and they know a little bit about biology and, and uh, physics, and but, like,
1: oh, other than that,
2: they're human, and they literally don't know shit.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing, too. It doesn't feel like... All right, that's a perfect example. is like uh, Alien Covenant, where you deal with a whole bunch of scientists who make... A lot of boneheaded decisions. Right. These, and, these, but these seem so realistic when they make the choices they make. I mean, it's a re- dumb
2: decision to go in there, but I mean, at the sense, if you're going to go in there. Exactly. I think they made the best decisions. like, just, like she every, explained her logic, do they go back or do they go forward and then hit the coastline? Yeah, exactly. I think that was, I was like, all right,
1: yeah, I'm with her. <laughs> like, <laughs> it makes sense. She that. Like, even though we all kind of knew, like, there's obviously alternative motives to every character, like... A lot of the logic behind it made sense. Like, I don't know. I felt like the just seemed really well written and felt real, in a lot of the choices they were making. And uh, fuck, man. The only thing I would say, like, do you think this movie could have been like an extra thirty minutes? Like, I feel like I feel like it could have,
0: and I think I would have loved it even more. If I'm honest, I think uh, the, the I think it could have been five five maybe five minutes shorter. Five oh, really? Or five minutes shorter. Yeah.
1: Damn. I I, I just wanted more. I think that's like the one real complaint I had. I just kind of wanted more of it. I just wanted more story. Yeah. But, uh, you guys, you guys want to drop some scores?
2: Uh, unfortunately, I think the
1: time has come to drop some scores. Thomas, what do you think?
2: Uh, I'm going uh,
0: heavy for. Harvey? Yeah. Um, I, I really love this movie. I don't know. My score Damn. may change at some point.
2: I hate when we're all in sync. Yeah.
0: I hate um,. It.
3: I
2: know what if I'm I, If I have it, to
0: compare it to other things that I love, this is a this is a solid four and a half.
2: Oh goddamn! I was expecting four. Oh, um, um, yeah. But
1: what about you? What uh, you I probably have the most controversial score. Five, five, out, five. out of five. Yeah, I fucking, fucking love nerd. This shit, man. It's like it's perfect. Like I love it. It's not. It's like it's perfect for me. I know it's not perfect for everyone. I know and that. Here must, I was thinking I liked it too much. No, I, I. This is like I don't. I don't know what it is. Just like for me and what I like in terms of science fiction and like just world building and characters. Like it just hit all the right notes, and I love how enigmatic everything was. And even the characters at some points were just like just as lost as you were. And the pacing I felt was great. And the only thing I really could complain about is that I wanted more. And if I wanted more, that means I must really fucking
0: like it. Actually, there is one thing I think I don't like about this movie. What? It's uh, Oscar Isaac's accent.
2: <laughs> don't, yeah, it kind of jumped in I a little you're, bit. I thought you were going to say something serious. Oh, Wait, no, it's, like it's, near, it's near, near it's the end. Southern, his southern accent. Yeah, is, it's all right. I can see that. It's not
0: good. It's not the best. He's got he's to gotta work on that. I honestly,
2: well, that's spoiler talk, so I can't talk about it. But... Uh, Anyways, I think uh, I think other than that, we all really enjoyed it. And uh, every, you know, what it, it, what often happens is every time I think we're all going to, like, vary, we don't. And every time I'm like, oh, that movie, everyone probably enjoyed it. it. It ends up being, like, one of us not liking it. It's usually Harvey. Is it? I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and, like, find our episodes where we differ the most. You guys think of any off the top of your head? I would say would, uh, the Beguiled, but I mean,
1: oh yeah, we differed a lot in terms
2: of. Uh, but it was like half and half. Me and Sean really liked it. And you guys were.
0: Um. Yeah, I disliked it. In retrospect, I honestly kind of hate that movie. Jesus but, fuck! <laughs> and, like I kind of like really hated. <laughs> See that, especially after reading like uh, interviews with her afterwards about it. Like, like fuck her in that movie. What?
2: Why fuck Sophia Coppola?
0: I mean, like her reasons, just her. I don't, because she I don't, took I, the sleeve out. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to get pulled into punches. It. She
2: pulling punches, uh, bro. She
0: didn't pull punches. She just picked. She just picked what she wanted to show, and that shit was. That's kind of bullshit. Um.
2: I'm with you, but from what I hear, the original is trash, so I don't think it matters. I
0: mean, that one's trash, too, so... Wow!
2: Well, I disagree. I don't think it was trash. I think overall it was critically acclaimed. Um, critically acclaimed by a
0: bunch of old white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a big fan. Those of are the Fuck
2: same out. critics that fucking gave Black Panther 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> they felt they had
0: to. You guys want to pick you a think movie? So? <laughs> Maybe.
2: Yeah, let's uh, pick a movie. This is an interesting uh, selection.
0: Yeah, um, okay, so it looks like we got uh, Red Sparrow, starring Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Joel Edgerton. This looks dreadful. Um, Foxtrot? I don't know, I think that's probably a foreign piece. Uh, the
2: movie that looks the most in, uh, appealing to me is uh, I'm the to, most ridiculous one.
0: And I got Death Wish on here, Are you getting right? that? Yeah, Death Wish, there's Gringo, oh no, Gringo comes out March 9th. There's yeah. uh, Don't Talk to Irene, what is that? Eat Me, Submission, They Remain, Let Yourself Go. Was the last Hondros? two a porno?
1: Eat Me, Submission. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. oh, <laughs> Sumenier, no, those are two different that? things. Eat Me so, and then there's Submission. I think,
2: the, I think the contenders here are Red Sparrow and Death Wish. Yeah, I think those are... i got to be honest with you. The tra- every time I see the, the trailer for Red Sparrow, I want to get out of my seat and go take a piss or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I do too. It does not look good. I'm not sure... What, I'm... It, lo- it looks boring. It looks even more... Like, it looks
2: like Atomic Bond without action. It looks boring as yeah, fuck. Yeah, it does. Um. <sighs> uh, I'm going Death Wish. I'm standing my ground. Um, yeah, I don't want to watch Bruce Willis. I'm going to go stuff. game night. What? <laughs> Death Wish looks fun. You, you don't miss that bald guy? You don't miss him? Not really. I miss him. I forgot he existed. I'm trying to see him uh, be
0: a, a ridiculous bad. What are you feeling, Steve? It's basically Red Sparrow or Death Wish. Um
2: I don't think we should backtrack to a movie like Game Night.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. There's no reason to. Keep um, in mind,
2: this is, this is a bad time for movies. Yeah,
0: uh, there's a movie called Submission. Uh, I think I mentioned that, but Stanley Tucci's in it. I haven't heard anything about this, but uh, the Tucci. I do like Stanley Tucci.
2: Steve, what do you got? What's your uh, What's your ideas? <laughs> what are you laughing at? No, nothing. I don't get it. I'm to group
1: chat. Sorry.
0: Well, I need you. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, you're kind of doing a podcast right now. So yeah,
1: sorry, something really came up, really important. Um, uh, yeah, uh, let's do, <laughs> let's do uh, Death Wish. I think
2: it'd be funny. I think we can have fun. It looks
1: horrible, that. but you know, I shouldn't it looks horrible it. in a different
2: way. In where a different you might way. be entertained. Okay, um, I guess where he pulls a
0: jack out from under the guy yeah. in the trailer. My um, my vote is irrelevant. So. Look out for us next week. What is your vote? Um, I'm not sure. It, it, it Maybe. But, um, yeah. We'll be like, reviewing what's your vote? I'm <laughs> not sure what my vote would be, but that's irrelevant. We will be reviewing Death Wish next week, starring, uh, I think, Vincent Diofano is in it. Oh, yeah, or, he is. And,
1: I feel like uh, he just generic, was. generic white guy. Is, is just put him in the role. This is as well as well.
0: He's a pretty good character actor. Um, this is directed by People a horror forget. director
1: yeah Eli Roth This is that's why I find it interesting
2: so I feel like that's weird that he might make this more
1: gory or I th- something. it's gonna make it more gory I think that's why I'm just curious because I mean like what what is he doing directing this movie like most movies he does what was the last movie I remember him doing was like Green Inferno yeah uh,
0: well no he did Knock Knock I believe
1: oh he did Knock Knock as well I think so I
0: didn't so. see Knock Knock
2: that's interesting I'm interested in the movie, but uh, it could be shit. It could be uh, balls-to-the-wall shit. It could be. Uh, but I don't think I can handle Jennifer Lawrence's uh, Russian accent. It just sounds fake to me. <laughs>
0: okay. Um, they ju- oh, God, that movie. Oh. So, yeah, we've got our movie for next week, with this, which is Death Wish. Um, you guys want to move into the topic now? Topic yeah, portion could, uh, of our podcast. I believe this week we are talking about bad bitches in cinema. <laughs> said that
2: Politically correct terms: uh, strong female leads, yeah. or uh, we could even do female cast if you guys got that. Like uh, when you talk about Annihilation, it was uh, like an all female cast besides uh, a couple characters.
0: Badass queens in cinema.
2: Queens. Yeah, it's queen. Uh, so I would say we go around the table and talk about. Uh, who we find badass in film um
0: and why yes yeah, suppose. and um let's not just go for generic uh, choices yeah you know, like action heroes i mean it's it's very hard well i not mean to.
2: i guess pick what pick what you want so a little pretext this topic um it i tried to do a little research and um it really does open your eyes to how you 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 like to believe that, like, there's plenty of strong females out there, like, badass female characters. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason for me to even, like, make this a, a male-female issue. No, I think they're right. Uh This is, they're very underrepresented. You didn't know that? I mean, I knew that, but, like, once you actually go and, like, fucking look for them, it's like, it's like proof, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's a damn shame, because I I couldn't find many that I connected to. Maybe I just didn't, don't, maybe I'm a male and my testosterone gravitates me to, uh, to like mainly movies or something.
0: I think it's your male gaze. Yeah, I think honestly that it is, I can't see a
2: badass woman, all I see is a pair of tits. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Christ, what was that? That that? was my fucking bro (laughs) alter ego. Um, yeah, man. Hey, who wants to go first? I mean,
0: I mean, it's your topic.
2: All so. right, I'll go first. So I originally picked Mulan. <laughs> I <laughs> hope Jesus. you're not fucking serious. He, fucking I'm fi-
0: kind of serious a, because, like a, like, a mostly fucking fictional character.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm kind of serious because uh, this is probably the most disrespectful
0: shit you've ever said on this <laughs> podcast. To be honest, <laughs> really? Fucking Mulan. I'm a friend yeah. I'm offended. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> That's fucking, that's bonkers that you would even say that. (laughs) The reason I picked Milan is because I love the
2: song. Forza raging fire. And then I realized the lyric is, be a man. And then I realized this might not be a good pick. Because her strengths are in vain of the the patriarchy. And uh, she's like, basically the only reason she's being allowed to be a badass is because she's pretending to be a man. So I, I get that. And I'm sorry for picking it. I could have just stayed silent, but at least
0: you learned that. from your mistake and you grew through the process <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I suppose so, i grew
2: I grew all the time, making huge strides on do the right film uh a, another character I came across in research and and remembered as uh, throughout my my youth being exposed to a badass bitch is a uh, Sarah Connor
0: okay. Okay. I, Terminator, very, very I, she, generic choice. Specifically, well, Terminator Two.
2: Terminator Two, because of her her uh, evolution from Terminator One to Terminator Two. I think Terminator One is important for her her arc, and uh, I think obviously you don't have Terminator Two Sarah Connor without the experiences of Terminator One. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what's what's really interesting about her, and she's she's really strong, in like. She she's dealing with a very fucking terrible situation, and uh, she she really just fucking musters through it, and uh, she, she has a tight ass tank top and like fucking cool sunglasses, carrying a fucking AK forty seven. She's kind of a badass, and uh, she's a great mother to her son, and like is she though? Yeah, is <laughs> <laughs> well, that's and debatable.
0: The, that's well difficult. in the
2: sense that that her her capability of of like love and she can uh, truly uh she know mother knows best all right god damn okay, it okay okay i mean what what argument are you guys trying to make that she uh
0: i don't know maybe i mean a, hey, man, hey, man, hey or man. something her son's constantly in danger she's uh, teaching him how to fucking use weapons and yeah stuff and shit, so. i think that's
2: purely necessary and out of love <laughs> okay. I think uh some moms would run and hide but not this one. Well, maybe she my, would wallow in the fact that and instead of saying, "Oh, I don't have a man to protect me." She's like, "You she know what? She takes
1: care of herself." I no, I I like that choice. I do like that choice. I think it's like the one of the most like I, iconic I like the
2: choice. However, I going into the the topic, I thought I was going to come out with a more fruitful choice, but
1: uh yeah.
2: Wow, girls aren't often strong in movies oh I mean, there's movies out there like atomic blonde but that was a shit movie so i wouldn't pick that character don't
1: oh, yeah like you it's yeah it's not it's a tricky it's a tricky uh it's a tricky topic just because like sometimes there is obviously that misrepresent or not that proper representation like female characters strong female elites so you <sighs> do know. get the cheap ones like ripley and stuff like that or like the ones that everyone goes to because they're like the yeah easy ripley's ends.
2: ripley's common can we go back to milan though Oh, yeah. Milan, yeah. If you want, if you want to I mean, talk she, about more. She, the sacrifice she makes for her family. I mean,
3: goddamn.
1: I get it, man. You. Be a man. <laughs> I'm going to talk about my choice. The Great Typhoon. Okay. Uh, uh, so be my, a man. <laughs> so, my choice is probably out of the blue, kind of like out of nowhere. But uh, uh, I don't even know if this one counts because, like, she's not in that much movies. But she's way more in, like, she does a lot of video game, voice acting, and a lot of oh, uh, TV. An, an actress or a character? Oh, uh, Well, I'm picking, I have to pick an actress because that's the one I always think that's, like, the most badass. Every time she's in something, she's a strong. We need a character. Yeah, you need a you, character? We need to pick one, bro. I mean, we're no, talking because strong like, female roles. Which role are you picking? No, I'm doing, a, I'm doing an actress because she is, like, the queen of, like, usually they just, like, always playing a strong female character. Like she takes care of herself, and it's uh, Claudia Black, and uh, you might know her from roles in Stargate and Farscape. She was also in Pitch Black, which is the only movie I found that I that I've seen in her uh, that I've seen with her in it. But she does also a lot of voice voice acting for video games. But she usually ends up playing a lot of like strong female leads, and that was like the first one I remember growing up, or like especially when I was a teenager, where I was like, "Is like, dude, oh, this girl's huh? fucking tough, man." It's just like, you're just like, she's a, she just took care of herself. She always played characters that way. So, I mean, if you want to pick a character, not in cinema, but I guess, I mean, Aaron, yeah, Aaron from uh, Farscape, man. Harvey. She was just like... What's
0: happening right now? I'll let it pass. <laughs> I'll let it pass, because it, it is Farscape, so I'm out. I'm going to turn a blind eye to this one. What? Got him. Yeah.
1: No, no, no. This can't happen. Her dude. character in Farscape
0: is pretty fucking like, amazing. Like, that's the
1: first yeah. time, like, I was sitting there. I was like, dude, she's Where's like. crazy. Dude, she was just. She was a badass. She's a badass in that. She was a badass in Stargate. She was just like, in every role that she's in, usually, especially in voice acting, she's she always had, playing a strong female, lead, especially a, in Charted, the whole franchise. she act in movies? <laughs> yeah, she was in Pitch Black. Yeah. Wow. She had a very, Yeah, she's like, she's like in minor stuff.
0: Aaron was a very complicated character, too. I like that yeah. about her. She had uh, very deep layers and um, a dark a dark past. Mm-hmm. She was a very conflicted character. It yeah, in a, a
2: video game. That's was a good... That's not no, a
1: video not game, a video game. TV
0: it's a show. TV
2: show. Oh, right
1: also relevant
2: i'm Listen, sorry man. harvey turn this shit around i know you got something
1: <laughs> no i had to pick her because you that's like the one a, that's the one i always like if i'm thinking of like a strong female like actress that's have, always playing badasses
2: it's like do you have a female character in a film as a runner-up by chance
1: Oh, uh, i mean i feel like just pick she, ripley. I, I feel like i'm just gonna pick uh, Rid- ridley i said ripley it is ripley that was Ridley. No, it's Ripley. Ridley
0: Scott directed
2: it. Yeah. Oh right, Ridley Scott. God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Her name is Ripley, and Ridley Scott directed it. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Uh, if I have to pick one, just fucking forget it, Steve. I can't believe you butchered uh, my
1: topic. I would say River from uh, Serenity.
0: <laughs> I knew. I actually knew somebody was going to say that. Well, I figured it would be. I can't, you. Be, I can't gonna believe be. you. You've defaced the uh, topic.
1: First of all, no, my choice is relevant because Serenity is a film. That spinoff from a TV show, which is uh, one of the best TV shows released in the last 20 years. Uh, It's a phenomenal show, and it's a great movie, and you rarely see that. And River is a very interesting character and complete badass. She kicks literally everyone's ass. So, Harvey, you got a film uh, character? Yeah, I think I've got one. All right, man, Um, thanks. Mine is like sci-fi and super like... uh,
0: Initially, yeah, I picked. Um, I was looking at like similar characters that I've seen kicking ass, like uh, Furiosa. Is, like a good Furiosa is always good. Uh, okay, that's a good. That's um, I don't know why I blanked on her. Yeah, F- Furiosa. I mean, there's lots of other women that kick ass and uh, like action and sci-fi films, but I thought. Um, I don't know when I think about a character that was truly strong and an actress that gave it a really. Um, I don't know, just powerful performance. Um, I'm going to have to go with Julianne Moore in uh, Still Alice. Um, I never
2: watched this one. What
0: movie? uh, Still Alice.
2: I know she has Alzheimer's, right?
0: Yeah. um, Okay. This is a pretty emotional movie, obviously, because um, she's like a... I believe she was like a linguistics professor, and she um, just... I don't know. It was like... uh, She started forgetting like words and... um, having trouble remembering people's names and then um she finds out that she has a early onset alzheimer's but um i don't know she has like three children in the movie and um obviously they're all kind of like helpless to uh help her in any way but she like never loses that spark that's in her like she was like always like a pretty happy person and she decides that she's not gonna let i don't know alzheimer's kind of uh define her story and define the rest of her life and who she is so she chooses to live in a way that um is very so very she, strong and very she, uh, powerful
2: shows little signs of weakness yeah yeah okay i guess that's pretty admirable you know normally when you say strong f- female leads we're gonna like resort to like barbaric stuff like uh you know atomic blonde or furiosa and mad max but uh yeah, Harvey went the the deep.
0: Yeah. yeah, he went like the the mental route. I just tried to mentally uh, strong. I don't know. Take the most interesting angle on your on your topic.
2: You know, thanks for doing that because otherwise it would have been Mulan and video game voice actors. First and that
0: was, of all,
1: <laughs> mine at least at least my choice. I had like I had hands deep. Defend your choice. Why well, cannot defend my
2: choice? Because it's a video game actor.
0: You guys. Well, you she's just. Pick,
1: she's, you didn't even pick a character. You picked a, an actress. I picked an actress who chooses roles in or she video games, but not just in video games. See, bitch, you didn't even listen to the fucking half part. Video of games it.
2: and pitch black.
1: Pitch black. She was also in fucking Farscape, Stargate, SG One. Fucking great science fiction shows. But your ass is too busy fucking jerking off to fucking American honey <laughs> to fucking appreciate TV, motherfucker.
2: Also irrelevant uh, because we're not doing TV shows.
1: Yeah, fuck you and your role. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey man,
1: you're a bitch-ass rule. I will, I will fucking blow is this the table fucking, to pieces. It's the if we fucking start worst rule I ever heard in my life. No, it's not. It's okay. actually
2: TV and film are very different.
1: Man, why and can't you appreciate TV? Be- why can't you not appreciate TV shows? You know, I this can. guy hates Game of Thrones. I, I don't this hate e- Game of Thrones. Yeah, I man. just don't like
2: it. Um, <laughs> but that's irrelevant. We need to keep the lines separate. No, I like to do a do TV podcast. Any? No, man, we're not
1: keeping it separate do you anymore. You guys
2: have
0: any? Um, Honorable mentions. <laughs> I honorable will mentions, say, um,
2: I would say, uh, the beguiled because kill yourself. How they take matters into their own hands, and I, I enjoyed the. Just wait, I which which
1: the, which character?
2: I would say this goes back to like where I said the the topic could mean uh, strong female cast. Like that's a primarily female. Which cast. is your favorite, though? And I would say that the females have all the the leverage in the film versus the male character does
1: not and uh yeah i don't know what you're talking about man he threw a turtle in that movie that seems like Probably he has a lot the greatest of greatest
2: 20 seconds of cinema i've ever seen in my goddamn life the fact that you didn't fucking adore that movie alone off that turtle scene i just don't, I don't
1: yeah understand. it gave me all the stars that was all the stars <laughs> 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 fair enough fair enough because i i was not expecting I would that like at to, all i would like to loop that
2: on youtube 10 hours of colin farrell throwing a turtle if that's not done, I may have to go home and get on that. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of female leads out there, I guess, that we probably missed. Uh, I'm seeing lists on like Letterbox where people are talking about Eyes Wide Shut, strong female leads. I don't...
3: Um,
0: um, yeah, that's fair. I th- I, would th- I think I'd agree with that one. Um, Neon Demon's a terrible yeah, pick. Eyes Wide Shut is great. Mulholland um, Drive. Uh, Mulholland Drive I is also on I think here. I that's a good pick. Uh,
2: Molly's Game, uh, from what I hear, is you know, strong female character, but I uh, have not seen it yet. I have is Uh Gone Girl's mentioned here as like her I her think, a power over Ben Affleck's I character. Yeah, Rosamund I'm
1: Pike, so. she's great. Yeah. It's solid. Yeah.
2: Um I think Frances Ha would be a, um also That's a good yeah, great, That's a good one, one, one because well. it's her struggle and she's dealing with it without the help of men. Well, I guess there's men. What I mean is it passes the Bechdel test or whatever. You guys aware of the Bechdel test? What is the Bechdel are aware, test? Are
1: you aware of the Bechdel test? All
2: right, you fail the Bechdel test if uh two women in the movie never have a conversation with each other that doesn't involve talking about a man. Okay. And surprisingly a lot of movies fail the Bechdel test. Yeah. But it's a it's a fucking stupid test because apparently like I think The Dark Knight passes or some shit. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's not a good test, but that's a that's a thing.
0: And um
2: yeah. Overall, fruitful topic topic, I suppose. I wonder what uh Sean
0: would have picked. What do you guys any guesses? Uh, he probably would have picked Francis Hall, I think. I think so. Loser. That seems like a pick up his alley. I
2: don't know, maybe he would have pulled something out that we didn't know about.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are gonna play the rolling of the dice. Um This
2: is interesting. What uh what's the the dynamic here?
0: I think you and
1: Harvey should roll and then I'll watch.
0: Um I would say yeah, but no. Nah, that's I don't think that's a good uh I don't think that's a good because Sean's good absent do. do we
2: keep up the old game?
0: Yeah, I think we should uh it's 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 difficult to do it when there's uh not yeah. four people here we we're just going to be rolling against each other to see who loses. That's kind of fucking lame. Yeah, I think there should don't be Don't we four. usually
1: do that roll against each other and see who loses? Well, it's well not three just, people. Yeah,
0: though. not just two people.
2: I think I think I'm on board with Harvey here. I think uh we wait until Sean's back if he ever comes back. Uh, to do the uh, other rendition of the game.
0: Okay. So um, I believe I'll go first because I lost last week. Um, this is a triple threat match. Yeah. So um, how this game works is we roll a 12-sided dice uh, or die, uh, which is singular. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, the highest roller of this dice or die, I keep fucking saying dice, the highest roller of this die gets to assign a movie uh whether it be a treat or a trick treat or a trick (laughs) to the uh roller of the lowest number um i lost last week and um yeah i'm already glad and here's rolling on a dice i got a five
2: five is not confident yeah it's uh slightly below
0: slightly below the the median Okay, just infecting it with germs. Steve got an eight, so he's it's already ahead of me. All right,
1: means Harvey.
2: You know, I don't like seeing you lose, but it's not looking good.
1: You know, Harvey had this blind confidence the other day. And what? A one. Look what happened with that Trump. blind confidence. Oh, my
0: God, I lost. See, Harvey,
1: Harvey was just like, he's like, oh, I guess I won. He started looking for movies and shit on his phone, and then he just I just, just want you to know that.
0: I mean, yeah, in the, uh, in the other uh, version of this game, yeah, I would have gotten to pick – But, I mean, I guess it's it's whatever. Um, So Steve's going to pick again, which is. Yeah, I have a perfect perfect movie for you.
2: If we're all back next week, uh, I'm pretty sure I get to sit out out the
1: role. No, you don't. Yeah, Uh, I do.
2: Especially since I lost last week. Yeah,
1: you lost twice. All right, right, so you ready for this movie? uh,
2: You already have one picked out? Yeah, man. Don't you have a list? You never have one picked oh, out. So talking I about I'm
1: going I'm, to come here professionally. I'm ready. I'm coming here ready. Sure. What's your pick? Uh, so I'm going to make you watch Dear White People. God damn You've it. been avoiding this movie. I don't oh, know why. I haven't. What the fuck? I've, I asked you, have you seen it? You're like, no, I haven't seen it. Like, I you don't remember you ever asking me that. Dude, that's the, that's the only reason I found out you never seen it, because I kept asking you.
3: What?
2: You never know. asked me. I've, you I've, I've always
1: asked you, though. Don't even start with me. Okay. This could be fun. <laughs> so I don't know if you
2: guys know this, but I'm white, and the movies addressed to me. So yeah, yeah this man. is like I a think, perfect. I, I think you
1: should watch it, then. This, this is perfect.
2: Ironically, uh, most white people said, "I'm not fucking
1: watching that." <laughs> <laughs> what if I, you had that moment right now? You're just like, "He was like, I'm not watching it." I watch
2: it. I don't need no fucking
1: movie. Dear
2: me.
0: Okay, so I think uh, uh, I'll watch I watched. I, I
1: rated this uh, positively. I, I really enjoyed this film. I thought I think I think you're gonna enjoy it as well. Um, I'm just upset the director's only you think done I'm this,
2: this one. I enjoy it. I get offended. My my probably inner a white's gonna come out. Yeah, my probably a little bit both. <laughs> triggered. Maybe I'll vote for Trump. Maybe this movie makes me vote for Trump. Maybe maybe, we'll maybe find you out. lost an ally. Maybe you already did. Maybe you Ooh. lost. That's I have a great not, question. I've not quite voted for Trump yet. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> but maybe this movie will, maybe you lost an ally, bro. All right, we'll see, man. Right. Just, kidding. Right. Well, just kidding, guys. Wait, what if we have Trump supporters listening? Hey. Fuck them. I mean, I really they don't have... want them to listen anyway, so that's how well, I feel about I, it. Jeez. Just writing off half the country already?
3: Yeah. Half
0: the country? It's not half the
2: country.
1: Uh, it's, it's not <laughs> half the country. You're right. <laughs> half of the country who votes. Just, are you saying that half our listeners are Trump supporters? Is that what you're trying to say? Odds are people who are in the film
2: don't
1: uh, don't like Trump, but th- that's, that's 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 a broad.
2: That's, I don't, yeah, don't want to say no, that. do uh, let's let's not make generalizations on this podcast. Yeah, we'll we're not about there. that. All right, it looks like I'm watching Dear showmo I mean, Dear White People.
0: <laughs> All right. um Yep. Okay. Next week we will have a review of what did we decide on. Death right? wish, bro. Death wish. That's right. Okay. Bruce Willis well, shooting people. I, I think we, we man call.
1: past his prime doing an action movie. Can't wait to see what happens. I mean,
0: he's been past his prime since like '95. <laughs> <so.
1: laughs> Is this a sequel to Die Hard? He has a death wish. God, I kind of hope so. All I want. Movies. I want the Die Hard to of out of use with the, the death wish. Die there Hard with a death wish. That's not. What bad. if that's like the ending thing? Like that's the twist. Uh, anybody ever watched Death Wish from the '80s? No. My parents I'm always talk about watched. it. So what that, Charles
2: Bronson? Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine him doing those things. Yeah, I can't either. He's like so a, maybe f- I'll a short, like <laughs> chubby. chubby yeah. How about this? How about I watch uh, Death
0: Wish, the original? No, you're watching I watched people. Death Sentence. You guys ever see Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon? Yeah, I like that. Oh, I like Kevin that too. Kevin Bacon. I, it came so out 2007.
1: That's yeah, like, I know for a fact this movie is not going to be like that, but you know, one could wish. Yeah. All
2: right, well, it looks like I'm watching
0: Death Wish. Death Wish Again, and Dear White People. Exciting stuff. Um, I think we can all agree that this was an episode of a podcast.
1: I think we can all agree on that.
0: Okay. Um, my name is Harvey, and um, you can check us out. Or social media. Yeah, social media. We're on there. Instagram, um, Twitter. Yeah, Do the Right Film. Uh, Instagram, Do the Right Film underscore podcast. Website. We have a website. It's do film.com. <laughs> SoundCloud. Um, SoundCloud. I guess just just do the right film. Just search us in your in your search bar. Give we'll, us a follow. But if you yeah. really want to do the we'll, right be thing, there. you should go to iTunes and give us a score. Yeah. Um. Go to iTunes. Um. Give us a rating. Uh. We don't want you to necessarily give us a great rating because we're asking you to. We want you to honest. be honest. Yeah. yeah. Be honest. I'm down um, for feedback. Yeah, feedback would be nice.
2: Unless it's like too negative, like you guys suck, uh, quit everything. Yeah, kill yourself. I don't think I could
1: handle that. Actually, anymore. I mean, I could. I just, I say go for it. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. All right. Well, all
2: right. If you oh. ever want to see someone hanging from those ceiling rafters, <laughs>
0: so, I will take it literal. You can't hang from your ceiling. First of all, your, your peach will <laughs> fucking touch the ground. <laughs> At first, I
2: thought you were making a fat joke, no, and really, really then I, I realized you're making an apartment
0: logistics joke. <laughs> yeah. uh, that uh, infrastructure can't support suicides. That's true. Or the design. All right. That's
2: why I got that apartment.
0: Yeah. yeah. Safe Is that myself. <laughs> oh,
2: Just kidding, everyone. I'm not suicidal, and suicide's not a joke about. Yeah, not at all. Let's uh, let's end this show. All S- right. Steve, what do we need? We need a catchphrase.